Devan spends time catching up on all that has passed in the two years he spent in the dream realm. He discovers that a man named Hizik, from Halfhome, had been courting his wife, seeking her hand to claim rulership. He also learns some judges have been appointed to help manage Necrot, and they have grown wealthy with no explanation. After catching up on developments, Devan decides it is time to perform more powerful magic, and he heads back to the Brackish Fen with his apprentices. He spends a few days there to capture the spirits of some elementals in gems before returning home. On reaching his house, he finds two of his ex-guards standing outside. With his heckles raised, he enters. Inside, he has a short verbal confrontation with Hizik, warning him to stay away from Devan and his family. How will Devan deal with the slow, creeping corruption? What new powers will Devan unlock? Will Hizik heed Devan's warning? Let's find out now on Dicing with Death. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death. How are you doing today, my favorite player? Hello, I'm doing well. Is that the new meme, favorite players? Absolutely. Right. You're definitely my favorite player. Forget the rest of them. I just say definitely. that to appease their egos. Yeah. It doesn't count with anyone else but you. <laughs> my ego is as dissolved. That's because that's because they're not married. They still mm -hmm. have they still have egos. I'm, mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm a broken <laughs> man. I know my place in this universe. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Four hours a week to yourself and you spend it here. Ugh. <laughs> Life is hard. <laughs> All righty. Um... We just got a lovely recap. So thanks, lovely. Uh, thanks, Layla and Chris. Yes, and happy birthday, Chris. It is his birthday today. Well, happy birthday. Yes. Oh. We got you uh, a nice steaming piece of dicing with death. Mm-hmm, and hopefully some people in chat saying happy birthday, bastards. I mean, uh, would, he, would he know if they did? Does, does he watch the, uh, watch the chat VODs? Does anyone do that? I, I watch when I watch VODs on Twitch. I do not usually read chat unless something totally scandalous happens, mm, like mm. a bunch of people spamming "Happy Birthday." Mm -hmm. I don't know. I have no idea how this works. I, I've never been inside their minds or their process. But uh, we are dealing with Devon, and Devon is do a level up after the Feywild expeditions oh, and. We all that other fun jazz we starting with that i mean we we can't let nick have the most powerful wizard in the nealverse so we've gotta mm. we've gotta gotta catch devon up here mm -hmm. i mean he still has some ego so we have to make sure to you know tamp it down yeah you know not quite married yet um so devon what level are you presently uh seven nine seven warrior nine wizard um i I think level six spells come at 12, right? So we can probably safely level up to level 11 without breaking anything. We could just do one yeah. level at a time. Um, I was just gonna jump to 11 or 12, but I think 11 is good for now. You know, we don't need to- 12 is good, but that's gonna change the game. 
Yeah, I think one more section at this power level. We'll bump you to the top of the power level, and then we can see what uh, what it's like beyond. Once once we've come to some sort of milestone that has fundamentally changed the game already, um, yeah. then we can add in the, well, the magic that changes it. Well, the big thing with 12 is going to be, I think that's when you get enchant an item. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll start making like rods, staves, and wands. Right. So let's play before the rod stabs and wands come along um don't need so are we just gonna level wizard and leave warrior where it is no i don't know why we wouldn't level them both i don't know i mean i guess you haven't done much warrior warrior warrioring about in a little while yeah all right if you yeah you've convinced me just the wizard (laughs) you sold me i mean maybe we'll do some some war- warrioring. Mm-hmm. Warring? Warfaring? Fighting? Fighting. Fighting. Fighting, fighting yeah. with my fighting man. <laughs> uh, uh, experience wizard get. spell progression. What is the appropriate yeah, 12 reflective word. track for us? Undappled Trail. Here we go. Remember what time of day the events of last episode occurred? The confrontation with Isaac was that in the, that was in the evening. That was when you were coming back to town, and I think you okay. had left the Fen in the morning. You spent the night in Grecos, and then you okay. came into town a few hours later. So it would be like mid afternoon, probably. Okay. Yeah, we have to only level uh, wizard so that I can be level seven eleven. Oh, yeah. We can do that. I... We have that power. Can you, do we care about like times, like do we want to make a copy or should I just level this character sheet up? Like we did a level six version of Devon and saved it. Yeah, I'll just make a copy right now before you change anything. Okay. Uh, there we go. So that is copy of Devon. So that is Devon level, what were you? Nine, <clears throat> 10? Uh, seven, nine. The wizard's the important one. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, we do need to check in on some of the NPCs. Heifer and Kronos, you read my mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. Right, 7-11. So, um, big things to change. We'll get a few more hit dice. We'll get... Actually, do wizards get hit dice? Uh, they After 9? Will... They get them at 10, but they don't roll at 11. Okay. So I guess I'll roll that first. It will be pretty insignificant. So it'll be a R D four plus one divided by two plus one for con. No, plus point five for con because I won't get con bonus at eleven. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Ouch. So I roll a one. So I got one each at ten and eleven. Bad by two is one plus the half of my con is 0.5, so I gain 1.5 HP, which brings me okay. I had a half HP before, so it makes takes away a little bit of staying. So 45, there was a 46 max HP. We've been rolling D4s for wizard, right? Actually, I don't even know. I don't think so. I think we've probably been rolling D6s. Anyone? Anybody know? I thought we were rolling D4s. Where, how far back will my, uh, 
we have, let's see. You know, great question. Looking through the chat logs, but I don't know how to. There's no McTacky here, is there? I think it's like 2 a.m. for him. Yeah. I think he's asleep. Well, um, I guess we'll start with this for now. And if someone's like, you're rolling D6s, we can give me a chance for extra. Mm-hmm. I, I don't trust you guys. You shouldn't. You're fair, fairly confident, you think? <laughs> you think? <laughs> what does that do me? All right. Um... And then I will gain 2d13 more MP. I think that MP does not scale as well into the late game. Uh, Okay, when you leveled up to level 2, your max HP went from 7 to 12. You gained 5, but there weren't individual rolls handed out. Um... By that, I mean, so I just, I leveled up twice and I gained nine MP. That is the equivalent of like one second level spell slot or something. Yes. So like, it's fine. I think it's fine. I can already cast like three fifth level spells a day. Oh, but well, like, you did roll ro- shit on your MP. I did roll shit. Yeah. But even if I you rolled, a- gotten average would have been, average would have been 13, right? 14, but yeah. No, thirteen. Yeah, because you would six and a half times two is thirteen. But you don't six and a half isn't the average. Six and a half is no, because it's one plus thirteen divided by two is the average. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the the way the mana system was designed is that when you are high enough level to be casting like six level spells, you should only be able to cast just a few of them a day. And by the time yeah. you can cast ninth level spells, you should be able to cast like one, maybe two ninth level spells before depleting all of your yeah. mana. So the idea is that the high level spells are really um, taxing on you. Yeah, but the low, yeah. but I can basically cast first level spells like cantrips. Yes, yes, for days and days. I mean, not days and days, but like probably every round of combat I could blow off a, I don't have magic missiles because I'm not a basic ass mage, but... Mm-hmm. You have... glance glance every single attack that is uh, thrown at me. And I think that is maybe a more fun way than doing like an armor spell. Because then you can, oh, yeah. you I can glance it, blows yeah. all day long whereas armor is sort of just like a, a permanent glancing blows nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, you have 84 MP Checks. and you can cast 5th level spells. I'm assuming, which... I'm assuming that that YouTube link is to a Rickroll, but I will uh, go ahead and roll a d6 oh. for HP anyways. Okay. Instead so... of that 1 on the d4? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Okay, so that's an extra one half eight. HP? Uh, yeah. An extra <laughs> half HP. Which doesn't act, so it brings me from 46 to 46 and a half. Nice. Cool. Nice. 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 <laughs> um, I probably get better saves. Yeah. DM screen level eleven. Wizzy. 
seven, nine, eight, eight, ten. No, that's a warrior. I'm sorry. Um, eleven, seven, nine, have... eleven, eight. Oh, I've got a scare. Sorry, say that again. Set. Wait. What? Eleven, seven, nine, eleven, eight. So that improved my rods, my petrification, and your spell. Mm -hmm. But not your breath weapon or paralyzation, poison, death magic, which makes sense. And I probably... When do wizards get proficiencies? They get weapon proficiencies every level... I'm sorry, non-weapon every level divisible by three... Weapons every divisible by five. Okay, so I don't actually get anything. I'm waiting on warrior level to get more weapons. Yeah. And I probably... Do I have spare? I don't think so. Anyways. Okay. Um. Do we want to give me freebie spells? Do we even care? Maybe we can just come up with new spells as they come up. Yeah, I think it would be appropriate if there were a couple of spells you wanted to grab. If they were, you know, I know what they are yet. I think let's just can we just like yeah pick them up later. Oh well, so contact other plane was one that we failed. I wanted contact other plane and remove curse, mm-hmm. and I failed those at earlier levels. Mm-hmm. Those so are appropriate would, to have grabbed now because you've I been just, speaking with elementals and you've been inhabiting their bodies and they're yeah you know I brought I I brought the other plane to me mm-hmm. and there will there will be more of that mm. have no fear okay so I'll go ahead and add those two as freebies Does that seems mm-hmm. fair that seems fair yeah we do probably need to catch up more on because I only have I have three fourth level spells and three fifth level spells I guess that seems that's pretty typical right. For like a high level wizard to have a couple of their they've got like their yeah three fifth level doesn't seem unreasonable three fourth level seems a little low especially when I you're think rocking it's we, we power leveled straight from like set six to nine so i think we yeah s- we had like one session with fourth level spells and then yeah and you have 16 int so you get 11 spells per level yeah except for the extra two that you've made at first level which have brought you to 13 first level spells Direct. That uh, it's remember it was like oh. command, but for constructs. Right. Command for constructs, and then dimensional breadcrumbs. That's uh. That allows you to get back home when you're on another plane. It, yeah, it's like a. It's the opposite. It's a pass with trace spell. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, contact other plane. And I then remove curse. And I eventually want to make a bunch of remove curse scrolls. Mm hmm. To, uh, wait, I don't want the priest remove curse. I want. Mm-mm. It's probably exactly the same, but. Oh, is it, is it like a higher level wizard spell? Yeah, it's fourth level wizard. That makes sense. The main reason I wanted to remove curse is in case I go insane from contact other plane. I think remove curse allows you to maybe dispel magic would allow me to uh... I'm 
Room of Curse is an interesting... Yeah, I don't really like it. I don't know. Like, I, I don't like that it's like a... It's even worse in 5th edition, where it's like... It's it's just like a it's it's a step function kind of change in the game. Like you go from being totally fucked by curses and to completely stuff to like immune, get out of jail free card. Yeah, it would be nice if it was either there were some steps or there were some or like a there's process. range of yeah or a range or like of if, failure. Like you can remove the curse, but you didn't fully remove it, and so X Y Z. Yeah, or like permanent effects of curses. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just, like, include it in... I mean, I think this is probably just better storytelling or better DMing is to, like, have a curse that's not necessarily removed by a remove curse. There's, like, a process. Or maybe you need a remove curse and a process. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe remove curse needs to be cast under a certain set of conditions, and so you need to, like, adventure to the place to remove the curse. It can't just be done anywhere. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. contact other plane just because reading it in this and it's got a big big table and stuff mm. insanity occurs lasts for one week for each whatever is a one percent chance the wizard dies unless a removed curse spell is cast nice so having some emergency scrolls of remove curse that your minions can cast that upon my you? minions can cast so I don't die. Nice. It's probably a good idea. It seems reasonable to me. Okay. Um, anything else logistic we want to do, or should we get back to practice? Uh, let's see. You, you gained your spells. Just contact other plane and remove curse. Yeah. Okay. Um. I. I may. I mean. I, there will probably be others. I mean. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess some travel spells would probably be handy. I don't know. I'm still like walking everywhere, but I don't know which one I want. Which one feels divine, Devani? Hmm. Like teleport feels kind of cheap. Hmm. Get a fly or something. I don't know. You don't have a specialization, right? No. I'm a, I'm a fighter wizard. Yeah, but sometimes we bend rules. Yeah. Um, How would you do specialization with MP? Uh, would you do like a separate MP pool for the specialization? I think you'd just say spells within your specialization cost some amount less. Oh, that's a, that's a cool way to do it. So yeah, first level spells would probably cost two instead of one. Second could cost five instead of seven. Or we'd have to do the math to figure out what the right progression is. But mm-hmm. a point or two of MP less. Maybe the spell level MP less. Yeah. That's an easy way of going about it. Yeah, and I think yeah. that more or less follows the progression. Yeah. I think it's maybe a bigger boost at third level than any other. Okay. Oh well. So I think uh, I think we'll pick up more spells as they become relevant. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Devon, you have been back for a little while. You've explored the other planes. Um, I don't know if I have been back for a little while. I. Because I think there's stuff that happens like the day after that confrontation with Isaac. 
probably after a sleepless night. Uh, do we mm. do you want to run down this map of town, or should we do that? So I guess I guess mm. I was back for a day or something, right? Wandering yeah. around. Um, do you want to explain your doodle, or yes? Let me find it and bring it into the map of game so the viewers can see as well. Pains, dicing with death, McTacky, and I built this map, so you know it's accurate. Is this going to be a handout or a separate map? Uh, I will add it as a handout as well, but for now, I'm just adding okay. it to the. Oh my god, it's massive! Um, just oh, that is actually massive. Wait, you just added this over the world map. I'm just. It's just a token on the thing. I, I'll fix it later. Okay, we can put it out in the ocean or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, out in the ocean is a great spot. Um. A little bit bigger. So, I forgot about the cockatrice pit. So that's a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we were we weren't sure whether my house or my family house were in the same spot, and it looks like they were not. Is Devon's family house like out in the hills? Yes, Devon's family house is up on the hill where he where they did the goat farming. Is what the the deep oh oh okay the great so that's lore like my, taker my said. My parents' house. That's not where my wife mm -hmm. lives. No, right. My, your wife lives my wife in Devon's lives house. My wife lives next to the cockatrice pit. She lives in your or, house. Yes. And the, and the and the toddler plays in the over the cockatrice pit. Is that yes. What I'm yes. Okay. Yes. Um, we are going to build a an extension of the tower on top of the cockatrice pit, so we have a basement cockatrice pit instead of uh open cockatrice. Well, it's got Ooh. a cage on top, but right. Who I'm I'm there were no tragedies with the cockatrice pit while the bond was away. Or are there if you ask, yes, there were tragedies, but they've since removed the the stone figures from the cockatrice pit because it was too how horrific. They how did they remove them? Very how did carefully. They get inside? Was it just like teenagers, like sneak, like squeezing well, between the bars and getting themselves killed? There was one drunk who stumbled in and sort of like fell in, and in the process of like getting out between there's the like bars, a, just slipped into them. I think there's like a cage over the top of it, so I think you would have to try to get in. And you would be surprised. Drunk people yeah. can be very liquid and uh, yeah. slip between things when they're not paying very much attention. And then there was an incident where okay. people I don't were... I don't actually ask. I was just... Uh, I was surprised to see it there on the map. I was like, oh yeah, I have that thing. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Um, what is an agro agroa? Agroa? Is that like a Greek term that I'm not aware yeah, of? Yeah, it's a Greek... Uh, the agora is where they would like have their commerce and markets. These are essentially just open markets. I think you spelled agora wrong then. Uh, agroa. I, agroa? Okay, wait. One of them is spelled wrong. Two of them are spelled right. Okay, so these are... It's supposed to be O-R-A, isn't it? Yeah, it's just the one that's that's spelled okay. wrong. The livestock agroa. Because oh, nice. animals agroa. Yeah, they do. I like finish, vegetables. Finish. Which... <laughs> and the inn is called Inacrot. I like it. Uh huh. Plato's shrine has migrated. So that means I've got like interesting. There's like an old shrine next mm -hmm. to my tower, right? Yeah. And like yeah. a weird catacomby, ton like tunnels underneath. Yes. Although I guess the tunnels probably extend all the way to his new shrine eventually. You know, you would probably be the only one who would know um, and who would have the ability to go in through those tunnels. So, yeah. yeah. That's the point. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. All right. I don't know that there's anything else we need to do with this uh, map unless there's something you want to explain, but I'm feeling let's good. see. No, there's some, you know, new developments and houses on the east side of the river. Mm -hmm. uh, this is all, you know, the re reason these, whoops, 
um, roads are all windy is because they're switchbacking up hills. Um, mm-hmm. That's supposed to indicate that this is uphill and this Probably is more uphill. like around and between. Oh, okay. I guess that's uphill, but there's also yeah. like around and between hills rather than totally. Straight but the, up. you know, the creek defines the the low point in the map, and everything else extends up from the creek in all directions. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and Isaac's house is down over here, uh, and Akitos's house is way up here, and I think that's good. Okay. All right. Um. So the morning after that confrontation with Isaac, maybe even mm-hmm. that evening, I'll consult the library, and then I have some conversations to have. Um, so Devon wants to go to the library and see if there's any like tales or precedent for like this sort of justice, like, or are we, or is this like the biblical times and we're writing those tales? Like, is there, are what there records sort of justice in the library? are we talking about? So like, is there a local, like, so in the library, we've been recording a lot of the, I mean, it's not a very useful library, but the one area that it is rich in is local lore like we've been Mm -hmm. recording local histories and stuff yeah so are there like local tales of like an elder an elder's wife getting like hit on by a by a neighbor and that guy getting stoned to death or something like that yes well not so much stoned to death but um hunted down by the elder and the elders you know friends comrades associates and uh, being beaten to death Yes. yes So that is the uh, standard operating procedure under under such circumstances. And I'm sure Devon spends a few hours up. in the library looking up these stories, and it's like, okay, oh, there's a bold. Absolutely, like, this is considered, it's considered. I don't know, like in our in our Western tradition, that's like a like coveting thy neighbor's wife or whatever is is considered a, a, a no no against yeah. the gods. There's yeah, similar and, and precedent here. here. Here it's not so biblical being handed down by the gods saying this is how things must be done. It's more that. Um, this realm has been say there hasn't been like one set of code of laws that has overwrapped everyone and so local traditions have come up with them their own things and in the heat and the desert and the difficult place to survive if someone is so brazen and bold as to like make a move on your wife they clearly can't be trusted for the good of society they're clearly willing to upset um Social, you know, yeah, social order. bounds, which everyone needs to really depend on to yeah. live. And if you can't trust your neighbor, then you're gonna, you're all gonna die. So, uh, yeah. what about like, what about um, precedent on like bearing arms and war, like walking into another man's house with a spear out or a sword out? Like, is that considered like an act of aggression? Is that like a killable offense? Are there stories of like, the neighbor shows up and walks into the elder's house with his sword out and gets clubbed for it. Or is, is that a little, I guess these are tougher times. Maybe people. Um, You actually have a few instances in the library as you page through reading stories. There are quite a few stories that talk about people bringing weapons into each other's house. Like they've come back from the hunt and they go over to blah, blah, blah. And they have their weapons Mm -hmm. on them when they go. And there's lots of instances of people being armed in other people's homes in a way that no one seems to mind because Mm -hmm. the times are dangerous and people need to be armed. Um, And then there are a few stories where people come back from a hunt or something and have a reason to be armed and then turn on and slay one of the nearby people. In fact, usually um, with booze involved, right? <laughs> sometimes with booze. Yes, yes. Uh, I've already forgotten its name, but this I'm little sure. town down here on the coast has Sounds... maybe 
has had particular think. problems with that. People coming back in from the ocean with tridents and bag, you know, nets of fish, and mm. then stabbing and skewering um, one of the the local leaders way back in the day, maybe a, probably even eighty find years ago. A story about uh, people coming back from a fish and drinking to celebrate, and someone hits on someone's wife and gets stabbed with a trident. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but by and large, um, in a, in these societies where everyone trusts each other and works closely together, weapons are not usually considered um, improper to bear in someone's house. But the context of this is always that these are the people you know and the people that you trust and the people that you work with. Not this a merchant Isaac from afar. This is a probably, merchant from afar. Yeah, this is new times. This is probably like it, most of these mm-hmm. stories like do not speak highly of merchants from afar. Mm-hmm. Those are usually strangers treated with distrust and. Sometimes they even get beat just for showing up. Mm-hmm. In fact, there are more strangers living in Necrot now than there are stories of strangers that have been gathered from the past. Yeah. This area is undergoing, you know, huge amount of uh, influx of travelers and traders and merchants and whatnots. Yeah. So this is very new ground you're treading. For the record, Devon is proficient in literacy and folklore. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is all very much up his alley. Mm-hmm. He is... He is the keeper of these uh, traditions, especially more so going forward. Okay. Um, consulting the history completed, uh, the following morning, Devon will uh, meet with one of the other new judges. I can't remember her name, but this was the uh, the weaver or the whatever. That I wrote this down. I was prepared for this moment, Ryan. Really? You'll be so proud of me. Uh, Ulra and Rainra. Yeah. Which is which? Ulra is the former weaver. Okay, and Rain, I don't even know. He was like a neighbor. He was like from a neighboring village or something. So Ulra was a weaver, and I, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Vaughn will go seek her. Is she in her old home, or has she also upgraded? Uh, Ulra has also moved um, up on one of the hills and has a nice fancy house that is much greater than her last. Mm. Yes. No longer okay. is it filled with looms and weaving. Those are still back at the old place where her sister and her family continue so to do their weaving. She is so now... I think Devon probably in the morning stops by the old uh, weavery or whatever you call it and mm-hmm. finds the family and gets directions up the hill to her Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Um, this is going yeah, back to following this... morning after a restless night. And, uh, anyways, going back what? Uh, to the, the map over here. Akitos is up here. Ulra is over here somewhere. Okay. I'll put a little um, X in Ulra. There we go. That's where those are words. Okay. Well, <clears throat> Devon pays a visit. Uh, is there also a line? Uh, this is probably this is probably early in the morning, so maybe the line hasn't started. Unless there's like a line, people line up at dawn to uh, to speak with her. Uh, there is a small line. There are three people in it. Two of them are clearly like there together to settle some sort of dispute, and they're standing a good six feet apart, appropriately socially distancing in this time of disease and plague. And uh, mm-hmm. while the other person is like standing quite a ways back from them, trying not to get involved, as the like tense silence between these two people with the occasional shot looks um as devon approaches he uh 
You are noted by these people who quickly turn and lose track of whatever their arguments were to like observe Devon the Divine walking Mm -hmm. up the hill towards the house. Okay. What's the uh, what's the setup like? Is there like an open door that he can walk through, or are we like lined up outside a closed door? Is there there a are, the doors are closed. There's no guard, but the mm-hmm. the front door, you know, another set of swinging double doors with large vertical brass handles, uh, are currently shut. Could be locked. Could not be locked. There are um, panels on either side that would look like they would open, but shutters are there to like keep them closed to block out uh the visuals from within but as you approach the building you can hear the like clinking of pots and pans and silverware um on ceramic dishes there are people inside eating or cooking or something like that okay. while um, these... i think devon being a passive aggressive uh millennial will uh instead of like asking will use his esp from the serona and project it inside the house to try and get like a lay of the land inside. Like, see, like who's in there and what are they doing? Like, is there an audience with the judge, or is this like the judge having breakfast? So, mm-hmm. this, and this is like probably as soon as he reaches range. Like, he sees the closed door, sees the people outside. They turn and stare, and then like he projects his wave of ESP and do you ESPs have to, like, for a few minutes. Touch your Serona to do it, or is it something you? Oh, but- you tell me. I don't know. I mean, it's your magic item. I maybe touches the temple and mm-hmm. like spaces out for a second to activate it, and mm-hmm. then maybe looks lost in thought if he's like concentrating or like changing ESP targets. But mm-hmm. it's mostly a fairly passive ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Uh, you lose track of the people outside who are here for an audience and focus your thoughts inward on what is happening within. I don't mean to eavesdrop. I just want to look cool. Like I know what's going on, like whether I should knock or whether I should wait in line. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're the first person you find with your ESP is a servant. Who's got a, um, a big bucket of water. Who's taking it to the kitchen and you can sort of gaze. The surface thoughts are um, just like musing on the work and okay, well, we've got this one bucket that we're going to put in here. And I think that's going to be enough water for pasta. I think technically I can only do one target around, but I think that's like a, okay skipping to the next uh, consciousness that I sense inside. Yeah, the next person you come across is the judge herself. She seems to be seated very near to where that servant was walking across. Um, There is sort of a a calm, peaceful, tranquil serenity over her mind without any thoughts passing. She's not weighing any... uh any case or anything she's sitting down to breakfast and uh it seems like she's doing her like pre-breakfast meditation perhaps uh her mind is very empty and blank and it's uh what time is it's not an ungodly hour but it's early it's early you know you've already eaten Mm -hmm. so she's having a lazy morning she's not a or is this like um how rude would i be to knock You'll have to probably scout out some other minds to see if this is an unusual setup because hers is very blank at the moment. At least on the surface, you know, you you could still but probe she's not, deeper. Oh yeah, I'm not interrupting a case or something. I'll skip to another mind as mm-hmm. I approach the door and probably knock, but I guess I'll get one last. Yeah, the next person you come across is a cook from the kitchen, which is right nearby. Um, and the cook is sort of humming a little song to herself, and you get this, like, impression that all is right with the world, and this is a very ordinary day. Hmm. <clears throat> well, I think Devon approaches the door and knocks. Can we, I mean, I know we don't have clocks, but what time is it, roughly? I'm the... Is this, like, an 8 a.m., or, like, 
the the sun is 30 degrees up in the sky okay we don't have a season anyway so, so no one's yet okay, yeah. yeah all right uh, whatever hey, it's i'm devon i knock it's like 9 30 yeah yeah okay so that's that's late that's like all right, all right you're uh you should be yeah yeah uh, i knock a... on the i knock on the door switch my attention back to the judge who's probably irritated that someone would dare to knock um, give her a meditation check, which she passes with flying colors. She doesn't even perceive the door. Uh, a servant comes to one of these little shutters nearby and like oh, flicks it open, um, mm-hmm. you know, on either side. And she's about to admonish someone for knocking too early when she sees you, Devon. And then she like shuts the shutter and opens the door uh, with two okay. big arms, swinging it open before giving you a deep and gracious bow, saying, "Devon, Good. my lord, Good. please welcome." Good morning. Is this, uh, what was her name? Ulra. Is this Ulra's, uh, new residence? This is the residence of your judge, she clarifies. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, uh, after you step in, she'll shut the doors behind you to keep okay. out the riffraff. All right. Uh, you'll see Ulra cross legged on a cushion. Um, hearing your voice, her eyes begin to flicker open. And she will rise to meet you, walking forward before giving another long, deep bow. I'll bow in response. Uh, what's what's the term of endearment for an older woman? Madam, Madam your honor, Monty, your honor. Mm. I, don't, I don't know what insert. What's up, babe? <laughs> Insert random platitude here. I mean, yeah. Okay, madam, it has been uh, it has been some time. I see we have uh, both ascended since uh, the last time we spoke. It's probably yes. been years. It's probably like teenage Devon bringing like goat hide to a <laughs> to a weaver. Um, last mm-hmm. the last time we encountered each other she so. nods it has been some time your prolonged absence was difficult for all of us and we are at least i am overjoyed to see you return <clears throat> i nod uh, and probably take a seat mm-hmm. yeah i uh i come seeking your counsel your honor <laughs> then yeah. this is a great day for me how may I, I serve you? Last, uh... Yesterday afternoon, I had a confrontation with one of our new, uh... new residents. Isaac. Ah, yes. He, uh... He entered my home with soldiers and spears and made advances upon my wife. Well, I was, uh, I am led to believe that this has been going on for, uh, some time. I believe the same. Not really. I have, uh, I've handled it stoically, but I am concerned that, uh, a man like this will not, uh, Will not learn. Mm. May not respect our laws, mm. our traditions. Mm-hmm. As I understand it, there are very few laws governing 
a situation like this. No, but we have we have tradition and history. Hmm. If I, uh, yeah, I imagine I would have been well with, well within my right slaying him and his soldiers in my in my home. Her head bobs in understanding. But cooler heads prevailed. I guess I'm not sure how to uh, how to treat this intruder Hmm. moving forward. I suppose for now things can be forgiven. Warnings have been delivered, but he oversteps again. I don't know. I've been away for some time and much has changed. You come seeking my advice. Is that correct? Devon nods. Then let me say to you that this Heisek fellow, while he may have offended you and trespassed on your grounds most improperly, has brought with him wealth, goods, trade, and is a an no asset in many ways to this city. Um, we, however, we... I, I, I do see the problems with him. Perhaps there is a peaceable way that he can continue to function, but may not be in town. Have you considered exile? Allowing his men to trade, but he himself may not set foot? Perhaps. I don't know if it has come to that yet. Hmm. This was my first uh, meeting with him. My first encounter with him. But uh, the stories I've heard of him are not good. And of his wealth, we need that not. I pulled the wealth of Necrot from the earth of these red hills. Trade with Hearthome is important. But if I am to understand correctly, he is not of noble blood or divine birth. He is but a humble merchant, and of those there are a plenty. It is possible, but he is the merchant, for better or worse, who has come here. And she will point to the cushion that you're sitting on and say, that very cushion is made from <clears throat> Hearthomian linens brought by uh, Hysik, and it is stuffed with the feathers of geese from beyond Hearthome, also brought by Hysik. These wonderful cushions and goods, certainly not necessary for life, but do improve um, our wealth and our people. We had the wealth. These goods were purchased with Necrotian copper and silver. My dear lord, wealth comes in many forms. It is not simply uh, metals that are wealth. That pillow is wealth. What is money? What is coinage but a means to an end? The coins in themselves are worth nothing, but the goods that you trade them for have value. Hmm. 
Her breakfast is brought before her. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tea is brought for you, and as are some deviled eggs, which appear to be like a a side dish that she was going to eat, but they're placed before you as a a snack. Alright, um, I think that's fine. Unless she has anything more substantial to add, we will, uh, exchange pleasantries, and eventually Devon will excuse himself. Yeah, she just kind of pushes a, a more cautious tone of he's a useful person and he is the one who is bringing in these goods from far away. So maybe let's mm-hmm. not kill him, um, exile him, kick him out, find some punishment, but <clears throat> yeah, I think Devon will say perhaps exile is, is appropriate. I don't know if it's warranted yet, but Devon just expresses concern that he's going to do something like this again. And mm-hmm. strongly implies that he's going to get himself killed if he does something like this again. Yeah. She hears that and she and so acknowledges maybe, your I mean, right so to murder if, him. If she, I think the implication is like if, if it's actually a concern that maybe she should pass word through the grapevine to Isaac to tread lightly. Mm, which I will see. probably just piss him off even more. I don't know. I kind of, yeah. yeah. Devon, Devon doesn't particularly care. Okay. And like, so Devon's like assuaged his guilt. It's like, okay, he's in the right. If this guy crosses a line again, he's, uh, he's sealed yes. his fate. Yes. And uh, it sounds like he's within his legal and his moral rights to, uh... yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. This was actually uh, cleaner than Devon would have thought. He was preparing a uh, a pilgrimage to visit Kronos and see what his uh, take on the situation would be. Oh well. <laughs> maybe that's not even. Maybe that's not even necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, on your way out. Ulra will ask you to halt for a moment before she whispers something in the ears of one of her servants. Um, and the servants will bring a box for you. Um, a sort of a long box made out of very thin wood. It would have been easy to smash with your own hands. And inside it are it is filled with um, fabrics, carpets, scarves, um, loose jackets, all sorts of goods that you recognize are not made with the goat's wool that you have here in Necrot, not made with the the things that you would find. These are all foreign-produced pre- goods. Is this presented as a gift? It is. Um, Devon, like, feels them. that These fabrics are fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I know where they came from. He says, giving a pointed look to the judge. Many goods in this house are furnished from far away. Are these, uh... Were these goods brought by Isaac and his men? To town, but not given to me by him directly. Bought with the money I have made. I appreciate your gesture, but given the source, I think for now I cannot accept such things. But Devon, like... He's he's got 16 int. He, like, inspects them very carefully. Like, he, like, gives, like, a focused look at them. And he's got like, I mean, he's not a, he wasn't a weaver or anything, but he was a shepherd. So he's like seen some sign of the, uh, some side of the textiles industry. Um, so there's he's one piece making... in particular that stands out to you, um, more than any of these others. It is a, a loose like cloak or like a half cloak that you would put over your shoulders and comes just halfway down your back to keep the rain off of you. And there's not a lot of rain here in the Red Hills, but the clasp that's used to close this cloak is like gorgeous. It's got like this, um, this gold and bronze mixture, um, of a, what do you call a bat sort of with its wings out that holds it together. And that clasp itself is worth more than the rest of the goods in this box. 
Anyway, Devon was studying it with the um, intent to be able to fabricate it or, re- or replicate such ah. uh, such things in the future of his own accord. Perhaps tear. Devon will weave with uh, the elements storm, earth, fire, and shadows. I do not need Isaac's silks. Um, anyways, he politely declines the gift. He, he like he thanks her for a gesture, but I think that mm-hmm. she, she the understands box is taken that, he away. Ta- that he cannot uh, accept it at this time. Yeah. Given the nature of the conversation we just had. Mm-hmm. Uh, the box is taken away, and you can leave. And I think this is a good spot to take our first break as Devon heads out after having spoken with some folks. Um, and we'll see you on the other side with some more Dicing with Death. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Devon has left Ulra's house and heads out into the rest of Necrot, a wonderful, growing city at this yeah. point in time. Devon will pass through the uh, livestock Agroa on his way uh, <laughs> back into town or back back to the river, mm-hmm. thinking back fondly to his old life. Simple, simple uh, life of a shepherd. Uh, Yes, there are carts being pulled by goats all over the place. Uh, You can hear the distant pounding of the hammer from across the hill, across the the valley, where, you know, it sort of echoes out all the way. There are people here trading chickens and goats and some sheep. There's even a couple of steers that have been brought in for slaughter. Um... Uh, what do you call them, like dovecots uh, filled with birds for all sorts of purposes. Um, some yep. freshly caught fish that have been hauled painstakingly up the hill, still in salt water, ready for consumption. Salt? It's for some yes. days from the ocean. Yes, very painstakingly brought all the way from the the island, the towns on the coast. Um, there's a great deal happening here at the livestock Agroa. Which I will. Are any uh, other camels for sale? No, not okay. a camel to be seen. I'm not interested. Um, right. Is the smithy across the valley? Um, yes. Is that Heifer's smithy or is that another smithy? That is Heifer. Okay. Would you like to visit Heifer? I probably should, but I don't have any excuse to right now. That's fine. Um, I'm I'm probably okay. I guess I go back to my tower and continue with the wizarding. Ah, splendid. No murder to be done today. You return to your home. Most definitely not a murder hobo. No, I've got a home. And you're not killing people. It's the least murder hobo you could ever be. It's amazing. Um... So, um, I guess, so, 
we do want to i mean devon sees the cockatrice pit and i think immediately we'll use a fabricate spell to start uh enclosing it <laughs> mm, with a, a tower over the top is this a second tower or is this like an extension that comes off of your tower a little of both i'm like so you drew devon's tower as like a proper keep but i it's been it was constructed via initially via like extruding chunks of the elemental plane of earth and then like fabricating on top of that so i'm imagining it more as like nat well unnatural supernatural like spires of yeah. rock of exotic rocks yes um, i think that is more accurate i just drew like something it will be an symbols. offshoot of the main tower so mm-hmm. i think it's going to wind up i think i'm thinking devon's tower may wind up being like a like a a collection, an aggregate of several spires ah. in one, like right in one. Like right now, there's kind of the main tower, but it's pretty irregular and jagged. This will probably be another structure, like attached but adjacent to the other one. Hmm. Uh, so when you say it's like a collection of spires, are each of these spires coming off of the ground, or most of them? Some of like... them may jut out midway up, but. So that would mean each individual tower, like you, how do you get from one to the other? Are there bridges between them or do you go all the way down and then up another? Or like internal, there may be passages that connect them. Um, I think it will be quite irregular. Okay. Um, we're not there yet. These are just visions of the future. I don't know. Okay. Um, I wanted to read Fabricate quickly because the mineral line still confuses me. So if I wanted to fabricate something out of like clay or like mud brick, is that considered a mineral? Or if like the finished product is the same material as... I don't think clay or mud brick would be considered a mineral. Like it's kind of, like it definitely is a mineral, but I feel like, like what is their intention with that whole mineral bit? I think they're trying to say if you're making it out of like a really sturdy substance, maybe more like, hold on, let me read it. Quality, then it's commensurate with the quality of the material used. And the next sentence, if the caster works with a mineral, the area of effect is reduced. Is that because it's hard? Is this like if you're working with stone, you can work much less? Or is this like... Yeah, I think that's what they're saying, is that if you're making things that are, like, really high quality or really fucking sturdy, that you make a lot less. So you can make, like, a really big thing out of a sort of a shitty material, or you can make a smaller thing out of a really strong material. So you could, like, build a big palisade wall, but only a small stone wall. Okay, so it's not like having your... It's not like converting iron ore into an iron sword, that's reducing the efficiency. It's the. I think it's the. Like are they saying mineral is low quality, or are they saying mineral is high? I don't know. Wooden bridge from these things. Blah 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 blah. All right. If we take the charades, animal, mineral, or vegetable, they're talking about non-living matter is more difficult to work with than matter that was once living, um, like hemp, flax, wool, wood. Petroleum. Sure. But petroleum is, you know, no more once living than than the calcium on the shell of a, a creature. 
I wouldn't say clam calcium. I would call clam calcium mineral. I would call petroleum mineral in this case. But I see your point, Mr. Bogman, Mr. You know, pressure in the earth. Well, clam calcium is a mineral. And uh, petroleum is definitely not. (laughs) Okay, so in this case, we're not considering clay a mineral, even if it is more or less. Yeah, I think we're dividing into once living like, and non-living matter. So this is more like the difficulty of the material. So if I wanted to like carve granite stones and stack them into a tower, that would I could only do nine cubic feet per mm-hmm. casting. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm level eleven now. Eleven cubic feet per casting. But if I build like a clay structure over the cockatrice pit. I can do uh, 11 cubic yards. Yes. Which is how big of a structure can you make with 11 cubic yards? Um, 11 cubic yards is a lot of yards. Yeah, especially if it's just walls, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So one cubic yard... That's like a that's a three by three by three cube, but if I like say slice that up, even one yard thick is enormous. One foot thick. So if I say take one foot, it's 0.33 times a yard times a yard. Yeah, it's point point three three. Trying to think like how much material a wall that's a even a foot thick is pretty enormous, but a foot thick. But you'll want your walls made out of stone to be far more than a foot thick. Ten by ten, or say three by three. So a three by three wall that's a foot thick is about three cubic yards. Mm Hmm. So I can make like one, two, three of. No wait, a wall that's three by three and one foot thick is not. That is one third of a cubic yard. Not three feet, three yards. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, 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 sorry. Three by three by one foot. Ready? Right, nine by nine by one I is three I feel like this math yard. is uninteresting, but I can make like a one-story structure over the top of the cockatrice pit out of mud with one casting mm-hmm. of a spell. Yeah. Not mud, sounds... like I convert the mud into like a mud brick adobe type material. Right, just like you take wool and you turn it into flax, you take mm-hmm. mud and you turn it into mud brick, and you form like a, is it a mud brick dome, or is it more like a crisscrossed flat um, grate? Um, it is a mud brick, it's probably like a hemisphere that abuts the side of the tower. Does fabricate have to be something that you could make into a product? Like, it doesn't need to be something that physically could be made, Right. It must it be have, internally like, stable because it's not going to be magical once the fabricate oh, spell Articles finishes. requiring a high degree of craftsmanship, jewelry, swords, crystal can it be fabricated unless the wizard has a great skill in the appropriate craft. I'm wondering, like, say you take, could you like convert marble into a sheet of marble bigger than the individual components, or like, could you carve something that? Yeah, I don't know. Like, could you fabricate something that would be physically impossible to build by like refabricating it from the constituent components? 
like, do I need to make it into bricks and stack the bricks? Or can no. I just like convert the mud into this crazy dome of mud that's impossible, that would be impossible to build by conventional means? I don't think it would be impossible to build by conventional means, but yeah. You'd have, you to, could, build, you'd have to make like a weird like mold. You'd, you'd make like, a mold and fill it and then let it dry and then pull the mold back, but you can do it all in one go. Totally. Because otherwise, yeah. like if you're making flax from wool or like mm -hmm. rope from hemp, like you can't just turn hemp into rope you need structures and materials and you know long things that you twist the rope around and then bend and yeah. wind and cranks and shafts and pulleys like mm -hmm. yeah you can totally make just a, a mud hemisphere um, and it's solid all the way through right there's no like cracks to the outside there's no airflow going back and forth there's no like observation areas it's a like a proper full dome to fully enclose the cockatrice yeah i think we'll make a door from the inside of the tower or something Mm -hmm. Or maybe, probably maybe from underneath. I don't know. For now, they just, it seemed unsafe. Um, and I'm also going to, this will be excavated from right next to the pit. Well, not right next to it, but adjacent. So begin mm -hmm. like tunneling down a basement eventually. Mm -hmm. If that makes it to like a tower. Yeah. So there'll, so converting a pit of mud into a dome of mud covering the cockatrice pit. Mm -hmm. Safety first. Mm-hmm. All right, so that takes 11 minutes. And then... Uh, <laughs> and then on with the rest of the day. Um, in the tower, what are, what are we... Um, one, okay. Um, let's retcon this a little bit, and I'm going to start injecting some lore of Devon's uh, training. So while he was... Actually, I guess I already used my ESP, so never mind. I'll do this another day. Great. Never mind. Retcon, unretconned. I have updated the text of Fabricate, and I'll update it oh, on really? your spell sheet to make it more clear the difference between cubic yard, what's in cubic yards and what's in cubic feet. Because this problem, we, this is not the first time this question has come up. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Are we about to get into an argument over what's mineral again? When I yeah, I just I redefined... It as anything that is now living or once living is in cubic yards per level, and anything that has never been living is in cubic feet per level. So stone, mud, metal is in cubic feet. Um, wool, wood, Wait, we just, et cetera. We just did mud. So mud would be in cubic feet? Yes. I thought we just... I thought we just said that mud would be in cubic feet. Did, did I then miss... Then I can't do what I just did. If mud is in... Then I can only make 11 cubic feet, which is not very much. That's like a huge amount. No, a human like one... is two and a half cubic feet of of water for a full human. So if you have 11 cubic a feet... Wall, a wall of mud brick is like, that's one casting of the spell. I thought we were just saying mud didn't mud you can do at the full cubic yards. So you can't make a mud house in one casting of the spell. A mud house is gonna, even a simple, even a, a mud dome... I mean, I guess if we fit and make it like six inches thick instead of a foot thick, yeah, like it would just the thickness usually... of it would be yeah. what would change. And you could do a four-inch thick um, mud brick. That's that's thicker than most sure. bricks. And that's I standard think... brick, I think. I mean, but like adobe bricks are usually like a full, like a foot, hmm. I think. I thought we just said it was because of the the hardness or like the difficulty of the material to work with not the uh... yeah but i was including that as a hmm, hmm. 
because it seems like I should make this house like making structures. Uh, yeah, I'd rather have it out of mud, I think, but I don't know. I'm not gonna argue now necessarily, but I mean, if yeah, hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to get into the mind of these coked out uh D&D writers and figure out what they what they were what they were trying what why they were putting that limitation right and what it was based on whether it's based on like the difficulty of the material to work with whether it's based on like the efficiency that you need to like refine a mineral to get it to, to mm. be a metal and i'm right, trying to mineral, make so, it like, match metal is not a mineral like if you had like steel ingots i think you could turn that into 20 into one cubic yard of steel structure per level Hmm. I I think that's I wouldn't read it that way. That's I mean I'm read I'm reading a mineral. I mean I I don't right, think you're these... reading mineral and you're thinking scientific definition of mineral. I think this is what more of like charades, of animal, there? vegetable, or mineral, which is like the three categories that you break all things down to when you animal, play charades. Animal, vegetable, or mineral. Okay. Yeah, I know it's dumb, but I think that's what the reading is to me because otherwise you're saying this one very very tiny subset of things can only be done this way but like metals you can do in cubic yards and you yeah. know it, i think the word mineral here is a layman's term for mineral not uh, like the a layman term for mineral though animal vegetable and mineral you know like natural okay. shit that you find out there it's not well defined yeah. I don't necessarily agree with that phrasing. I think it's bad wording because anyone who's like, well, the clear definition of mineral is X, Y, and Z would have problems. But there's no way that you can, you know, make a cubic yard of metal, but you could only do a cubic foot of... Okay. I guess the third definition in the dictionary, dictionary.com or whatever is loosely any substance that is neither animal nor vegetable. Yeah. So and I think that's okay. the, the coked out version that they're yeah. going with. Okay. I still feel like I could fabricate petroleum. Although I guess, do I need a high... Well, that's... I don't know. That's my high level of craftsmanship. It's fine. There's no petroleum in anywhere in Arcadia, so it's a moot point. Actually, that's not true. There are little bits of pitch here and there, but they're not well-refined enough to... Fuck, you could probably... I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it in the mineral category, which stacks really nicely with the way that the ethereal plane works, where it divides things between matter that was once living and matter that was never living. Um, I guess you so, can just come up with your own chemistry in this world or something. Mm -hmm. And there's three classes of matter, animal, vegetable, and mineral. I have two classes. I have now or once upon a time living matter and matter that has never been living. Well, and the those pitch are my was two. once living, right? Or is, nope, or, nope, because nope. it wasn't. It was just, it was naturally created by the gods. It does okay. not derive from heat and pressure and time. It is a... Okay. The world's not old enough to have developed petroleum I, I via natural means. I feel like means. I should make this, build my house out of flesh to get the most use of fabricate. Maybe. Bone? bone that bone would work yeah you need a lot of bones though it's probably easier just to spend an extra couple rounds casting the spell again yeah. house <laughs> all right all right this is not this is not malsifer we're not building a house of bone throne of bone we're just mm. we're just putting a clay dome over the cockatrice pit mm-hmm it takes a couple of castings or it takes one casting and the, the thickness is not Magnificent. We'll uh, we'll improve it. We'll have a magnificently thick cockatrice pit. 
Excellent. You can gain mana pretty fast if you spend the day studying. Mm -hmm. You get four of your wisdom dice and you pick the top two. That's pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Um. So. Mm -hmm. I need more need more fabricate. Um, we are going to assemble a portal in the basement. I think in the tower. Is it dangerous to make portals in your in your basement, or do you do that stuff? Uh, I think it's more dangerous to make them elsewhere, where someone else could come across them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Think about so public safety. Does my tower already have a basement, or do we? Yeah, we've talked about the catacombs. So we're we're Devon will be setting up. Uh, Setting up a portal in the uh, in the catacombs somewhere mm. beneath. beneath the, catacombs implies a graveyard. These are like naturally occurring, well, and then maybe burrowed out by a serpent. But <laughs> 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 what what would the like natural underwater river cavern? Be um, there is a term for that. It's called Caverns. subterranean Cave. river, but there's another term, yeah, right? I don't know. Um, is there already access from within the tower? Yes. Somewhere? Yes, there is access down into these um, caverns underground, and there is a small tunnel that has been carved from these caverns over through to the Quanot if you need to go over there as yeah. well. So is this... Um, that is so barred like with the... two sets of heavy wooden doors on either end so that no one can sneak into the castle, into the tower. Okay, so like from the the first floor of the tower was the library? Or the first floor was like a weird, it was like a courtyard, like a big open air mm -hmm. thing. Like yeah. A Greek like with columns and I forget the name of that sort of atrium type thing. Yeah. And then the library is a floor up? I believe the library was the second floor. Eventually, the library is going to be able. Okay, so from that courtyard, there's like a weird wooden. There's like a wooden door to a staircase that goes up and down. Is there only one staircase? Do we have multiple staircases yet? That's a great question. Um, I think this goes back to the question about how many towers you had. You mentioned that they're like multiple jutting spires out of the ground. Eventually, right now, there's okay. just the, well, the ground floor is like a big open atrium. Okay. And then there, I think there's just the one spire of rock rising up top that. Okay. And I like, like the, I think the atrium is like beautifully fabricated marble, and maybe mm -hmm. some like stone, stone structures around that. And then like naturally growing out of the top of that is the spire of elemental earth and gemstones and. So we've got like rock. a straight tower and then like a pointed spire. Um, it's like a big the ground the ground floor is like a big square atrium with like mm -hmm. columns and like an open air thing and then there's like a staircase up of that that's like made of natural rock and so it's just kind of like natural rock growing out of this fabricated marble um, ground floor although maybe it's not marble it's probably a lot of elemental rock and stuff mm -hmm. and it's irregular and sort of twisting and the tower the tower is yeah okay does it right? come and to a, like a the... point or does it come to like a flat top i 
think it came to a point eventually. Like it wasn't, the top wasn't, I guess we could build a flat top like that. But initially it was just like pulled forth from an elemental portal mm -hmm. and fabricated on top of that. And then there was like a, over the third floor was that crazy gemstone floor with like a view out. Remember there were like, yeah, there were all the semi-precious stones jotting the walls and probably the exterior as well. I think defining it too much takes away a little bit of the magic. Obviously sure. you need to know some things. Yeah. So there's only, there's one staircase that goes up. And then I guess my question was what's going down? I think there will be a singular staircase same? heading down as well. Is it the uh, same staircase or is it something separate? If the bottom is square, then it's probably... No, no, no. I think you would come down the staircase into the main chamber and there mm -hmm. is a separate staircase somewhere else, maybe even behind a wall or a door yeah. or just on a far side that would yeah. lead downward. Okay. So there's like this nondescript locked door that leads mm -hmm. to the... Uh, that leads to the subterranean river. Yeah. And we probably Sounds need to put right. more protections. There was like a... Thrawn hasn't been here in a long time. There were the creepy masks that you can, that he can use to spy on. Mark mm -hmm. of Recall. Sorry, not Mark of Recall. Watchful Ward. Yeah. Minor Ceiling Ward. What did that do? Damage. Do have seal? I don't remember what I sealed with a ceiling ward, but I don't think it was much. Anyways, is there is it possible to do a password on this? No, it's like a scrap of paper. Ceiling ward. This is the ward you put over something, and if it if the ward rips itself, it yeah. does. It, it's a trap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's no the way to like have a password though, right? It's like dispelled at will. Yeah, so I think you can you know dispel the ward just by touching it, and like you can peel it off or rip it up without any problems. Mm -hmm. um, and then you just have to recast it a second when you wanted yeah. to. Um... I feel like I should probably put some ceiling wards over the. Uh over the door to the catacombs eventually, but for mm. now, this is fine. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and uh, down in the Quanot, Devon will take some chalk and start planning out his portal. Mm. Uh, specifically designing the lighting for this room. Um, wow. He's going to set up a portal. I don't think the nature of the portal needs to be that specific, but it will need to be illuminated in a very particular way. Um probably with a torch from the center of the room such that the uh, the shadows from the torch are cast in a uh, auspicious manner on the like stone archway itself see allowing uh, allowing Devon to tear a portal into the shadow plane ah that's what we're doing I was wondering where this portal was going to go okay um, you can begin to create this area. There's the space is already here for you. It's yeah, just a matter of refining it. Yeah, it'll be spending some time thinking through the lighting mm -hmm. 
And then I need to make, I probably need to tomorrow fabricate an archway. Cause I don't mm -hmm. think I have enough mana today. Well, I didn't actually roll to recover. So I had a restful night. I did not study. So I think that's 2D 13 D1. Mm -hmm. Yes, if you was restful without spending the day in study. Yeah, that doesn't really help much. Right, because yeah, I had 25 and I spend that on a, on a fabricate, so I got seven left. Mm -hmm. um, spend the day uh, experimenting with lights to figure out how to cast the optimal shadow. Um, I think the wording of dimensional tear, I only need to spend one turn in preparation. However, preparing the portal itself is going to take more than that because I need to like actually make a portal mm -hmm. of some kind. Right. And then I'm going to need, once I get to the shadow, once I open up the shadow plane, I'm going to need to uh, have another fabricate handy to... Uh, to work the shadows. Mm -hmm. You're gonna work the shadows with fabricate. Yeah, yeah those won't be super important until I've got till I'm ready to enchant items. But mm. I need to. I mean, maybe I'll need to go in there and find some shadow metal or something. Um, I guess we'll explore the shadow plane when we open it up. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go too deep, uh, but I do need some shadow metal for a shadow blade. See. Or for what? What are you going to use the shadow blade for? <laughs> Isn't it self-evident? <laughs> I'm going to make a shadow snap dagger. Ooh, nice. So basically, basically a wand of shadow snap. Nice. Not to flee from your enemies. The shadow blade help you or, oh. or ambush them. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So we spend the day preparing that. What else is there to do? What else are we working on? It's probably good. I think I'm ready to skip day or days. If you don't have more to add. I don't have more to add. I'm just making copious notes and figuring and drawing the tower out so I don't forget in the future days. Um, so all is well and all can be done. You can go to rest. The town is happy and safe. You are here. Um, Heisek mm -hmm. is here. Your assistants are taking care of all the duties. The judges are taking care of the things. Your family's mm -hmm. around, but who has time for these, these goat herders anymore? Okay. Um, the following morning... Let's get a glimpse of Devon's uh, daily monk-like rituals. Um, so mm. he will go to the case, go to the library, to the case. That's probably, maybe it's on a higher story, stored away. The case of uh, elemental soul stones. Mm. Yes, and, perhaps on the gemstone floor. Yeah, which, uh, so there's probably like a weird little alcove with this wooden box. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not particularly well protected, other than like to get to this floor, you've got to go past the uh, librarian. Who... <laughs> it He's sounds been so given innocent. vague instructions, but he would probably set a trespasser on fire if they tried to go to the third floor. Like anyone who's not Devon or one of his apprentices, mm -hmm. 
is probably going to have to have a really uncomfortable conversation with a Yugoloth to get to the third floor. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, should be safe up here. And then what's anyone going to do with an elemental soul stone anyways? They're very labor-intensive to make, but I don't think I'm particularly concerned with uh, someone sneaking in and stealing them. Mm-hmm. We'll build better protections as we go. Um, so, looking at them, which one do we want to start with? Guess. Yes, we'll take water for now, just because that's more fun with the water breathing amulet. Mm. And uh, but ev I, eventually, Devon will be rotating through these stones, and so taking the soul gem. Um, Devon goes down to the quana, taking the soul, the water elemental, so the aquamarine, mm -hmm. um, and holding it. Um, Devon submerges himself in the waters of the Quanat and uh, goes through some sort of like a meditative, I don't know, like a Tai Chi type exercise. Although he uh, he can breathe underwater with his amulet, so he can go totally, totally submerged in the water. He probably does as much as possible. Maybe lays down there mm. and uh, activates the Serona to activate the ESP and attempts to uh, commune with the mind of the elemental trapped in the uh, in the gem. And I'm assuming, I guess it's ESP, so he can kind of read the thoughts even if no language is attached. Yes, um, because it's thought reading, not language reading, and thoughts yeah. are not always in language form. Yeah, so Devon spends this, whatever, 11 minutes... Uh, meditating on what it is like to be elemental water as he uh, goes through his Tai Chi in the river, breathing mm -hmm. the water, thinking the water, being the water. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I don't know if there's anything you want to add to this. Uh, I think you're yeah. describing it very well, and I was content to just let you yeah, run. And so De Devon will do this daily, probably with with different elementals obviously with when you're being earth and air you don't necessarily need to go into the river and breathe the water but mm -hmm. you yes. connect with the elements what it's like to flow easily but still like be clumped together as one moving mass or like air where you are sort of light and effervescence and can move quickly but your your substance is always sort of wrapped and twisted and pulled in different directions and like peeling off of you and coming back on yeah. or the sturdiness I'm... of earth that is just so firm yeah. so solid the hot I think depending fires. depending on the element like the the practice is a little different Maybe I need like a fly spell to fly as an, as air, mm. or like a I don't know, I don't know feather fall or anything. Um, but mm -hmm. for now, I think like, so. The water is in the water, and like with the uh, smoky quartz and the air elemental, Devon like climbs up to the top of the spire and just like hangs out there in the wind for ten minutes, mm. focusing on his balance. He does now have a tumbling proficiency in case he falls down, but mm -hmm. teeters on there and becomes one with the wind earth for now maybe he descends into the uh into the depths of the catacombs 
Mm-hmm. He feels the earth, punches the walls to harden his fists. I don't know. And if a soy ever comes back, he will uh, teach her these practices, but. Asoy is going to be gone for some time. Um, we're working on the order of days. She'll be back in the order of weeks. Um, so Devon does this as he spends his days in study, regaining enough MP to do his fabrications. And other practices, so 4013D2. So the next day he can fabricate a stone archway in the basement mm-hmm. to serve as a portal to the shadow plane. Mm-hmm. But then those are pretty good. But it's probably another four days before he has enough mana to uh, actually open the portal and do his uh, do what he wishes. Um, he's, we're also going to be, so part of the studying, I mean, it's preparing the portal. It will also be, uh, preparing a, or like researching a scroll of remove curse is going to be a lot of the study. So like Mm -hmm. figuring out what, uh, to make that out of. So dispel magic, we made it from a silver, silver tablets or whatever. And that was like the semi-exotic, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if curses are similar. Like, what? It's, it's, the, it's, it, remove curse is a fourth level spell? Yeah. So it might be slightly more complicated than dispel magic. Okay. I think... I think when we can know. Oh. Is this in Tome of Magic? Spells, Spells and Magic. Yes. Process and materials. Ink for first to third requires a rare ingredient. Fourth to six requires an exotic ingredient for ink. Okay. Um, exotic materials can only be found through adventuring on part of the character. Silk woven from a phase spider, a faceted diamond never exposed to light, an archmage's bones, a lock of a goddess's hair, or steel smelted from a fallen star are all exotic materials. Intangible materials might include the tears of a heartbroken princess, the strength of the greatest king in the world, or the essence of a rose harvested by the light of a comet that returns once every 20 years. Okay, so, so it seems remove. so silver seems like an appropriate enough material for the the paper. Um, but for the but ink, I think, you'll need yeah. something more exotic. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm wondering. Let's see. So it's I think something cursed would be appropriate. 
Yeah. I'm wondering if maybe like the blood of a demon or something like that, like a creature's cursed by the gods, or if there's or some other cursed creature. What else is cursed in this world? I mean, I think this is the research, so maybe I'll roll a check and you can uh, tell me what uh yeah what an appropriately cursed ink would be. What check are you rolling? Uh, some kind of research check. Okay. You tell me. Isn't there usually like a spell, probably a spell research kind of thing? Or yeah, there's an overall success spell. failure. There's no research required for scrolls of protection. Um, blah, you should, blah, blah. You need blah. to know the spell, though. Yeah, if a scroll has no known spell equivalent, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so you can just write your scrolls if you know the scroll. Um, materials. Base chance of success to create a scroll is 80% plus 1% per character level or minus 1 per spell level. Um, so you're level 11, so you have a 91% chance of success. Minus, minus 4. four. So 87. So if you make me an 87%, then you will. But I need the rare ink, right? So And it's supposed to be specific, right? Sorry, go ahead. So why don't you come up with what you think is an appropriate ingredient? We'll go through the process, then we'll roll the check. And if the check passes, then it is an appropriate ingredient. And if the check fails, then your ink was off in some way, shape, or form. Okay. Um, I think, like... So I was planning on etching in silver, mm -hmm. but I think using some sort of cursed creature in the process, either to like fill in the etching etch, or like maybe to quench the met the molten silver or something. Mm -hmm. I'll have to. Uh... Cockatrices aren't are they cursed? No, not really. They were created by Medusa. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm. I think I, I'm thinking that I need like the blood of a cursed creature. Mm. Um, unless something else comes to me. So I'll, well, uh, men can be cursed by lycanthropy yeah. if they've been bitten by a werewolf, but those yeah, are hard so. to find. Yeah. Um, let's see. Some types of undead are cursed by the gods. Some are, you know, a corrupt constructed by necromancers and some are mm -hmm. like the gods have cursed them to wander the earth forever in suffering yeah um let's see there is that weird cursed village outside of town i don't know what i could find there that's uh appropriately that would be an appropriate ingredient that place is haunted by the souls of the dead and there's always Atropos. I don't know if she's actually <laughs> cursed, but she's, you know, colloquially cursed. She, she uh, she dishes out the curses. <laughs> mm hmm Are you cursed? You served her for a long time. I don't think so. Okay. Um, so we'll earmark this until I can find the appropriately cursed material, but that's what he's been studying and researching. Um, mm hmm Um, does anything else come up, or shall we skip a few days? 
We can skip a few days. Roll me some more um, MP regains just to make I sure. Rolled all, that's where I came up with the four days. Oh, perfect. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Your days pass. You learn the spells, you connect with the elements. You ponder the needs of the remove curse spell that you scrolls that you would like to make. And after the time has passed, Devon does what? Um, we're gonna open a portal to the shadow plane. That should be easy enough. Oh yeah. So uh I think he's shared what's going on with his apprentices. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're interested in watching this ritual, they're welcome. Otherwise, they may want to They are absolutely all, oh, I guess both of your apprentices, the third one is away, will come down. One to jot down notes, one to observe and stand by ready with a large stick in case something <laughs> comes through. Yeah, I don't think that... Uh... I don't think the time of day will matter that much for shadows. Although dawn or twilight is probably extra appropriate. Mm-hmm. But if you're already in the shadowy lair deep right, if within we're the in earth. A, in a basement. And then in the center of the room, there's still probably like chalk markings on the floor where Devon was like mathing out how they get the shadows to cast just right. Mm-hmm. Um, in the center of the room, there's like a sconce. I don't know. There's like a a wooden like pedestal with a torch sitting on top of it. What do you call that? That's like a a, a brazer, brazer. Bra- yeah, I guess a brazer, brazer, brazers, brazier, braziers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some braziers in the center of the room, and then next to that is a tiki torch. And the and the braziers shed interesting shadows on the wall. Um, and then, like, perpendicular to the flame is this archway. So the archway is, like, facing sideways, if that makes sense. So, like, the where the portal will be formed is not illuminated. It's just, mm-hmm. like, in, and it's, like, in a nook against a wall. So it's, mm. like, this big cavern, and then, like, up against, in the center of the cavern is this torch shedding flickering light, and then there's this per- perpendicular to that is, like, a fabricated archway in like a weird nook on the side so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like an oddly positioned portal but it's yeah in the in the shadows Mm. um and this takes about 10 minutes or so to like set up the torch light it let the light flicker and then devon approaches this uh stone archway that he's fabricated and doesn't actually uh doesn't describe exactly what I, what he does, but he, yeah, so he approaches the stone archway and then, like, gestures with his hand, speaking magic words, and I think, like, splits the, uh, splits the shadows down the middle and tears a temporary portal into the, uh, into the shadow. Oh, wait, hold on. Before we do that, I, um, just in case there is a, a scrap of iron, a shard of iron down here with us. I don't know how the shadow plane works, but we brought our own uh, raw materials. Mm, excellent. In case we need it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. So, should have thought to mention that beforehand. It was in the back of my head. I just forgot to. Mm-hmm. Forgot to 
Yeah. You've got a torch that is casting shadows. And when we say the um, the archway is perpendicular, we mean you're facing the archway on its side so that mm-hmm. you don't get direct light on it. Instead, you sort of maybe get some the, shadows that come down the, the both sides the of torch it. Is, the torch is facing the archway on its side. Devon sort of comes around and faces the archway head on. Right, right. Okay. It's like I can... I mean, I understand. I just want to make sure it's clear for the the people who are only half paying attention while they go about their homework or papers, their lab work. Um, So we do need to roll a D100 to determine how long it stays open. Um, I don't know if you... I think typically this would be rolled in secret. Yeah, it's a D100 plus three. Plus and two. I, plus two. Okay. Minimum value was three. Yes. And then if you roll a ninety-nine or one hundred, you might tear. It will fabric. like permanent. It will be a permanent weakening. Not necessarily a permanent portal, but like, you know what I mean. You're yeah. altering the the fabric of the universe in that place. Or like like the plane boundaries don't don't recover as they normally would, and there's like a permanent weakening. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, the portal will shift and twist before you before opening up. Um, and I think previously, so I don't get an exact reading on how long it's open, but we did, there is an indication of how stable the portal is. Yeah, you so can see the, the edges minutes, are like nice and solid and firm right now. They're not so like wavering or fluctuating or falling apart. So I, I think you get like a few minute warning at least that the portal's closing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Devon looks through and sees what? Sees the shadow um, plane before him. What does, yes, what does, what does you see like? a darkened, shadowy area. Very actually similar to the place you're in right now. It almost looks like the the wall has just disappeared, leaving only the archway. And, um, and you're just like looking through to the rest of your already shadowy chamber. The only difference is that this torch that you have here sort of casts a yellowish light and so when you look to your left or to your right away from the torch um, you can see sort of like a yellowish grayish light cast on the walls but when you look through the portal there is no like moving there's no intensity to the light there's no like rising and falling and there's no color to it it's a very stable lighting situation that is just difficult to see and in grayscale while here it's you know brightening and dimming as the the torch flickers and it has a a color to it Devon uh, I guess peers through maybe pokes his head through the portal and looks around is it just the shadow image of his uh, of his basement of his cavern yeah it's your basement but it's all just a little bit bland you know um, I think you're basement probably has like a series of um, archways and columns to support the floor above it and each column is slightly different we've mentioned that this is like being crafted from the raw materials of the earth and this so this isn't actually i think this is a natural semi-natural cavern like the the un, the subterranean river or whatever mm-hmm. next to the so maybe there's even uh, i don't know the river's like above us or something this was like an old subterranean river mm. built in the hill beneath the quanat some of this has been like carved out by Plotos's movement mm. but i don't think devon fabricated this this is like okay. a semi-natural that even that makes my point even better because the natural cave has all sorts of variation in it and areas that stick out and areas that fall in and different colors of rock here and there while as you look through on the shadow plane everything 
you know, the walls of the cave are irregular, but there's no strong changes, right? There's no, like, really deep crevasses or pikes that come out, and whatever natural columns that might exist here are very sort of smooth and a little bit bumpy on the bottom and bland. It looks like, um, you know, looks like the, the Disney World version of your cave, sort of cave-like, but not exactly like a natural occurring thing. Sort of a uh, a poor man's um, knockoff of the real world. So Devon is going to take this shard of iron, so he'll back out to the material plane, Mm -hmm. take the shard of iron and like toss it on the far side of the portal on the ground and then like circle through and like try and find it through the portal, if that makes sense. Is there a shadow of this iron scrap in the shadow plane? What does what do material objects do into the shadow When you plane? threw the, the shard of iron... I don't iron. throw it through the portal. Okay, I just, okay. I'm you put it behind the, the portal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you Is gaze it? through, and you do not see it. It does not show on the floor. It is not okay. there. So there is no shadow of material objects. Um, at least there's no shadow of this material object at this time. Yes. Um, what if I bring the iron through the portal or throw the iron through the portal? It tumbles through the portal and lands on the ground, um, silver colored. In and, the shadow plane? In the shadow plane and does not exist on the material plane. Um, then I guess we're going to cast our fabricate spell. Let me know if the portal starts twitching and becoming unstable. But uh, I will. Devon casts Fabricate. Um, And we're going to look around and see what is available in the Shadow Plane to Fabricate with. Mm. Um, I've got 11 rounds. A blade is less than a cubic foot. Absolutely. The scrap iron into a... Now, I don't necessarily have the skill to create a a well-crafted sword, so it will kind of be a crude shard of a blade Mm -hmm. irregular and jagged but suitable and perhaps uh, I will have heifer fine tune it Um, so first round or whatever I will fabricate that scrap of iron on the shadow plane Mm -hmm. into a crude blade Uh, and then I will spend further duration of the spell attempting to fabricate from the material of the shadow plane itself um pulling chunks of the walls or, I don't know, like feeling around with the magic of my fabricate for material to craft with. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if I can craft from the very shadows itself. You tell me what I'm able to find and what I'm able to shape. Yes, you can't craft the shadows because shadows are not real. They're not a thing. The shadow is more of just a concept of the impression that real things make. Um, It's not actually a substance that can be moved it's more of an absence uh however there are there are walls in the shadow plane right like the walls of the cave are there yes that's what i was going to say you will you can grab the walls of the cave or the floor of the cave or even one of these columns within the cave and twist and turn that material into your own okay i just get a small piece to make a blade of that as well and I guess it's shadow rock. It's not act- metal would have been better, but I don't think there's any metal down here, right? Not that you can see. You haven't really walked through the plane, right? You've only thrown your 
I think I, I probably needed to step through it unless I can fabricate through from the outside of the portal. Is that possible? Like, how does distance work? Do I need to be on the same plane? I, I think you need do. to be on the same plane to affect so it. I don't I think, think I've, you can cast I think through I've the portal. stepped through the portal. Excellent. Uh, when you look around on the inside, you can see that this place is much like your original realm. Your t- the torch is not there, of course. Your companions, your your apprentices are not here. It's like you've visited this place on a, a cool, dark night where a, a light spell is fading in front of you. The chunk of metal that you've thrown is here on the ground. And there's a thumbing sound like a weird vibration coming um audibly from like up the staircase now that you're on the other side of the plane um, I'll keep it's not what you're here for, for it, though but oh yeah i'll ignore it for now and take 10 minutes to do my fabricating sure and you can so the first minute is picking up the shard of iron on the ground does it feel like a regular chunk of iron yes yes it does um, and I reshape it into the into a blade over the course of a minute, and uh, and it feels fine. But, it, but it's like it like looks just like a shard, like an iron blade. Yeah. Aside from you know the yeah. weird lighting conditions, it looks and feels just like a normal iron blade. Yeah. And then um, I fabricate a blade-like shard of stone of shadow stone from like the walls mm-hmm. of the cavern. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I. That takes another minute, and then I start wandering around the cavern looking for a more suitable material. If I can find, like, an actual, like, metal ore deposit, that would be better. I don't know if that's gonna, that's probably not going to exist here. I mean, the Red Hills are rich in copper. It's possible. It's possible. I, I'll wander around and look. Does the portal look stable as I'm doing this? It does, and you did roll does a natural 20 on your discovery die. But uh, I do find, like, a a copper vein somewhere or like a can I see through the walls or no the walls the wall are solid? solid they're they're solid like they're real you can put your hand against them and they they feel solid and they you, they do not permit vision through them I mean it's maybe okay. while you're feeling one of these walls that you feel rather than see the like metallic um, hardness underneath your hand. There's no real source of light to reflect back at you to make that like metallic it reflection. Um, it but doesn't can... need to be like I can fabricate for like perhaps it's like a copper or an iron rich mineral that mm-hmm. I can like refine. Down. Like I don't need a blast furnace to smelt iron. Certainly, but without color and without mm-hmm. a, an actual source of light, it's a hard. You can't tell what metal this is. You can feel the texture. No, you don't need to know, but I'm just letting you yeah. know it's in on the plane of shadows where there are there's no think, color whatsoever. You can just see like stone and metal feel look the same from a distance because there's no like light source to reflect back at you. There's just sort of like an omnipresent vision. And um, I think this is probably what what I got my experiments, but I think this is the uh this is the winner here. So I'll fabricate that. Mm-hmm. Pull the iron ore from the wall and magically smelt it, purify it, and make it into a crude blade. Mm-hmm. So now I have these three blade-like objects. Mm-hmm. Um, is the thumbing getting louder? No. Th- it's maintaining its same sort of... If the, uh, mm. if the portal looks stable, and I think I have Super a minutes, stable. Yeah. I'm going to go investigate the thumbing. Yeah. Um, 
Um, you head up the stairs, and they are much like the stairs in your place. They go back up towards a doorway that's sort of nondescript that blocks the staircase off. You know on the other side is the big courtyard, um, but you haven't opened the door yet. Sure. I open the door. Yeah, and when you do, the sound definitely picks up in volume. Um, You're in the courtyard. There's nothing here. There's no boxes. There's no merchants. There's no people coming to do trading or um, paying homage or visits. But the sound, it sounds more... um, You can pull out the differences in the toad. It's not something mechanical that's making the same noise over and over again. It's more like a humming of a creature, more like um, a voice that is echoing down from up the staircase from somewhere up, up the, the tower. It's, mm-hmm. in the ta- it's in my tower. Yeah. Uh, I will ascend. There's only a few floors above, so I will uh, go up the staircase. I guess, like, from the stairs, I, like, go through the courtyard across the uh, the atrium to the staircase to the tower proper. Mm-hmm. Um, you climb the steps up into the library. I, I'm, like, cautiously no? moving in, like, a combat pace. Mm-hmm. You'll get to the library and you'll gaze through it and you'll notice all the books are the exact same or all the scrolls are the exact same rolled parchment one after the other after another. You haven't walked in to examine anything and the lighting is dim so it's hard to read anything from this distance but they look like, you know, copy-paste versions of the same thing over and over again. The tables in the room are the same table over and over again. It's the same shelves over and over again. Infravision doesn't seem to be working here. here. Not on the shadow plane. Where does the humming sound like it's coming from? Up the stairs further. Further? Up to the gemstone room? Mm Mm-hmm. I will ascend cautiously, listening as I go for this, like, to see if the sound is, like, not just me getting closer, but if whatever its source is Mm -hmm. going, moving towards me. You are moving cautiously and quietly. Would you please give me a dexterity check? Almost. I, I think Maybe I'm too it's your focused. staff. Maybe that you're focused on have, your feet. I don't have. You don't have your I staff have my, with I you. Guess, okay, I guess I have. If you say I have my staff, I'll have my elemental pike with me. Yeah, um, you're watching your footsteps and I've to also move got, quietly. Like, these three blades, like awkwardly, probably mm-hmm. just in like an offhand, like three stacked daggers, like palmed. Yeah. And so it's hard to like wield the, the staff. It like maybe clanks on the step it, or two. It knocks against, you know, the wall behind you when you're trying to make sure you're not making any sound. And the thumbing comes to a quick stop. It just like quiets right away. Um, hello? Devon calls up the stairs. Hello? Calls a voice down the stairs. What are you doing in my tower? Your tower? Devon, uh, I guess, continues up the steps and uh, steps into this uh, this room. Uh, uh, you see, standing before you, a like horrified, slightly misshapen, acid-scarred version of what appears to be yourself. One arm is like a little bit limp at the side. The face has been torn or burned or scarred by some sort of, you know, melting flesh thing. 
but otherwise you know the facial structures there the hair is in a different cut and the clothes are different but the eyes are unmistakably your own who are you how dare you enter my tower and he doesn't seem to recognize me There is like a, a. Give me a charisma check. How well can you read your own face? Is this wait? Who's am I making this? You're making the charisma check. Yeah. Uh, no, you you recognize this figure, but this figure doesn't appear to recognize you. Or if they do, they're they're holding back their recognition intentionally. Mm-hmm. What ha- what happened to you? I'll ask you again. Why are you in my tower? How did you get here? This is my tower that I built my own hands. And like he like looks to the uh, scarred hands. He said one of the arms is like hanging limply. Mm-hmm. I carved this from the bones of the earth. Do not tell me it is yours. Awkward standoff. Is he like armed what was he doing in here like, uh, there, like looking around the room is there like remnants of a project or a... the the good hand has a staff in it very similar to your own um and similar, they were this is a wait hold this is a unique staff this is i say the... similar it's not an identical copy of yours but it's like of a similar height it looks more like the old fighting stick that you had before your elemental right, so pipe. previously i just had a wooden just a quarter staff this, this is, is a, like this is a quarter staff is a capped with of... copper um and looks to be twisted made out of some sort of mineral or some sort of it's hard in this plane to see what's going on but it doesn't have like wood grain next to it maybe it's metallic maybe it's stone um and either end is capped with some sort of probably a metal definitely not a carbon copy of your elemental pike but it has elements of it and elements of your former staff Hmm. the eyes of this figure before you slowly soften at your claims Mm -hmm. as they echoed similar ones do you know where we are which plane we're on Are you... Are you the demon that has come for me? I have fought your kind before. I have sent them running. Never has one taken a shape like this. Not since the first. I am no demon. How long have you been down here? Figure looks about has been my home for many years um what do we see looking so this room has uh windows that look out over the uh over necrot it does yeah but what do we see looking out the window um is the figure aggressive no the figure is wary if I look out a window, though, it's not like he's waiting for an opportunity to pounce on Yeah, you, like, like, slowly turn to your head to the side, and they don't seem to be taking advantage of it. And as mm-hmm. your head gets almost to the point, like, as before your eyes switch over, you can see their head also looks out to the window in curiosity of what you're looking mm-hmm. for. Yeah. Um, 
you look out and you see just a few small huts um some some i'm sorry mud brick buildings sort of squarish in nature with little squares coming off the sides of them but it's really just like the one mud brick building repeating itself over and over again um there are are there any life forms out there no there's no people there's just structures kind of going up the one hillside that you can see the person the the devon before you looks at you and says i'm not sure how long i've been here forever since since the first one came since i first left where what came where did you come from what do you think your name is i am devon the great shepherd (laughs) not be what are you a shadow of my future my past Are these more lies? Is this another trick? Are you here to consume my soul? Why do you take the form that I once had? Why do you look like an older version of a younger me? What happened to you? What what did this to you? What did this to us? This was... Figure is not entirely certain how to respond to you. (laughs) Trusting that you are not the demon that is here to kill him, or maybe trying to bait out some, some reaction from you, the figure says, my first instructor brought me here, put me here piece by piece, inch by inch. Moment by moment. Atropos? There's a a bit of a nod. The crack in her floor. The vapors I consumed consumed me too. They pushed me here. How are you here? I came here of my own accord. Made my own portal walked through these are the shadows of my tower you said the figure picks up one of the gemstones from the wall and you know grabs another yeah grabs another and holds them next to each other and you can see they're the the exact same gemstone and they look at it and goes I I could have sworn I could have sworn I was collecting gems and yet every time I hold them they're the same. Every time I pick up a book, it's the same passage over and over. You said they came? They continue to. What? what? Demons. Monsters from afar. Where are they? I slay them. And they vanish. I protect my tower and what is mine. You keep doing that. Is there... anything I can give you? Something you want?
I want to understand what this place is. This fresh hell. This old hell. I remember building this place. Why would I put the same things everywhere? Why are there no people in my town? Why do my books read the same passages? This is but a shadow of your of Necrot. Shadow of your tower. Intrinsically, the, the character nods. Like, that makes sense. But, I mean, without vocalizing it. Mm-hmm. I cannot be a shadow. I am real. I have form. Seems so. Ron takes a step back towards the staircase. This figure takes a, a hurried step towards you. Don't don't leave yet. Is she still there? Is she still out there? Yes. Do you? Are you in contact with her? Not in some time. She has a new apprentice. What happened to you? What happened to me? I've gone my own way. Perhaps, uh... Grown beyond, uh... Or learned beyond what she can teach. Devon, like, backs down the, down a step down the stairs and, like, cranes his ear to see if he can hear the portal straining or anything beneath him. I fear my my time may be running short. I can't risk getting stuck here. Wait, don't go, the figure says, taking some hurried steps after you down the staircase. We're hunger. It's bottomless. It's never-ending. It's, it's eternally empty. Is that this? Is this where I am? Is this the inside of her? I gave her what she wanted. This is. I. What did you give her? Everything um, she so wanted. I think, I think the conversation has been happening as Devon's like walking down the stairs and like Shadow Devon chasing after him, and then we probably get down the stairs and he's like, he said, uh, he's like, I gave her. Which everything Devon, Devon stops and turns around and says, yeah, what did you give her? Everything what? she wanted. My magic, my heart, my soul, my flesh. She's never satisfied. That can't be true. I, I didn't. I resisted. Did you? How well, long were you down. with her? few years few years I don't, I don't know what is time's a bit of a blur your youth the entirety of your youth I, I must go and Devon like makes for the uh, door to the, back to the basement um, the figure follows you across the courtyard to the door to the basement do I have any way to divine what this thing is? Uh, 
like let's see a detect magic might be helpful Anyways, I'm, I'm going her. down to the basement. Mm -hmm. He's like chasing after me. He's, you know, hurrying after you, and then you pause and talk, and then scurry down the stairs, and he calls after you, and then scurries yeah. after. In the basement, uh, is the portal still open? The portal is like still it's... open. Yes, it's still stable. It's very solid. Okay. The voice comes again. You though, I, I, I can smell her on you. You have, you have that look in your eyes, that hunger, that hunger for more. How much of you ha have her? Have you taken in you? Do you know? None. None. I haven't. I haven't taken anything. Did so you wake up next to her, without knowing how much time had passed? Did you wake by her side, not knowing what had happened to I, you? I. I don't. I don't Did you know. breathe in the Does, vapors? Did you let know. her touch you? Does he say anything when he sees the portal? No, it's like he doesn't even recognize it. He's so focused on your eyes. He's staring, like, deeply, intently into you. You have um, her. I, uh, I cast a Detect Magic. Uh, yeah, it pulling goes out without some, a hitch. Pulling out um, some crystal dust, and, like, I, I just, like, toss it in his... Basically, <laughs> at him to, like, detect if he's magical. Yes, the, the dust settles all around the creature. The creature emits magic all around it. Its staff emits magic as well. The robes emit magic. Um, there's something underneath the robes that, whose magic is being blocked by the robes, and you can't tell its strength or type, but there's something under the robes that's magic as well on one side. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you, Devon, you have the look in your eyes, the same look that she had every time she... Devon's like backing towards the portal. What? Every time she that? asked of me. What are you? Um, let me do some quick math on how much MP I have. So I did 84. It's a fourth level spell worth. The fifth level spell was 20. You know what a fourth level spell is? Is that 16? I'm looking. Yeah, 18. 18. Close. 84 minus 18 minus 25. I have 41 MP left. Plenty. I'm backing away um, when I realize. So the creature itself is magical, right? Yes, there is an aura of magic about the creature. What, what are you? And Devon is like, he's backing to the portal. Mm -hmm. um, um, the creature will attempt to grab to your hand. Um, is this before or after I'm through the portal? Before, as you're moving towards the portal, they, they make one final dart towards you and try to touch you. Let's um, do a, an initiative roll. Okay. I'm going to attempt to shadow snap, and we'll see what this does on the plane of shadow. The whole thing's in shadow, right? I don't even need a... Ooh, you so will I, easily... So he, I see him, like, thinking to grab me, and I, like, snap my fingers, and I guess we'll see what happens. Um... I point towards the sky and uh, towards the ceiling. And does a does the target have a shadow on the plane of shadow? Maybe the no, target is a shadow. No, there's no point source of light. Light is ubiquitous, and there are no shadows being cast in any direction. But this is sort of the plane of shadow. I guess you um, decide. Is the creature itself a shadow? Does the does the shadow blade plunge into the creature itself? 
you tell me what happens or if nothing happens I would like you to give me an intelligence check before or after casting after casting um what's spellcraft oh, if it were intelligence that's a pass if it's spellcraft that's a fail so well, maybe you, you the intelligence passes but uh that's really bad <laughs> but uh spellcraft would fail there's a minus two on that for the spellcraft, or I, I that's think, including the minus two. Right, right. We we sense. actually do want an intelligence check, not a spellcraft okay. check in this situation. So the blade, okay. um, the blade will sort of plummet onto the creature. You know, the area where the creature, the creature's shadow would be, which is, you know. Um, the way that you phrase, the way that you think of where the blade should go in your mind is sort of the direction that it goes. And one can conceive of like that spot there on the shadow or the creature's shadow or, you know, there's a lot of ways to conceptualize it in the exact moment of casting. Yeah. Um, so it plunges, it strikes the ground, it comes, but it doesn't necessarily. And then Devon, tries to, Devon steps through the portal. It, it uh, strikes the foot of the creature before you and okay. pins its foot to the ground, um, preventing it from reaching out to attack you, but it will spend its turn instead wrenching the blade from its foot with a cry and a yelp. Um, and then you will pass then, through the portal as they are jerking the blade out of their but foot. But I can still see through the portal, right? It's not like a, right? The portal is continue or like, is it continuous? Like you walk through the portal or like it's- Yeah, no, you walk through yeah. the portal and you are now on the other side. Uh, the creature having pulled the blade from its foot, tosses it to the ground and looks around as if it can't see the portal or you and calls out, you, can, Phantom, can we hear it? where can are we you? Hear it through, can we yes. hear it through the portal? Yes, you can. Um, I look to my apprentices. They look very surprised to see you and they hurry over. Oh, how, what was it like over there? My lord, what 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 is it? What have you? Um, I mean, I've got the these side? three shadowy blades, probably. But uh, mm -hmm. can they not hear the cries of this shadow? Creature? Do you ask them? They've not. I'm, I mean, you, you I'm, have I'm as probably, much information as I've given you. Yeah, like heart pounding. I like yeah. I say, there's some creature, shadow, shadow monster. Can't you? Can't you hear it? They come to the portal and look through. And do yeah. I, like, see uh, Shadow Devon scrambling on the other side? Yeah, he's looking around s sort of frantically, like, losing control of himself, looking for wherever you would be, shouting for you at the top of his lungs. Uh, but your two apprentices sort of look through the portal, and they're, like, gazing all around, looking for a creature, but not seeing one. My lord? Just a second. Math on 34. Um... Right, right there. Can't you see him? Devon contemplates bringing the creature through. One that of them seems like a bad idea. But Cassandra turns to Moff and says, "Where did we put the remove curse scrolls? Did, are they made yet? Go fetch one, uh, Asoy." And Asoy hurries upstairs, hoping that there is a remove curse scroll somewhere. There aren't remove curse scrolls yet. Those were planned. This is true. There's, yes. There's no. Yeah. I haven't made any, Devon calls after them. Oh, There's no. dispel magic, but... Master, um, you should close this portal immediately. Something's wrong with your mind. It's not my mind. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave this up to chance. Uh, 
tell me if a pass or a fail on a will should I roll and then you tell can you can I roll a willpower check and you tell me what I do do I bring the creature through the portal is that a good idea or a bad idea I'm gonna roll the willpower check and you it is so a I pass bad idea it's a bad idea so I think Devon decides that it would be a bad idea to bring Shadow Devon to the prime material plane right that's his probably a bad thing the presses is uh it'll be there later right it, you can always come back what is magic stuff though? And his cursed blood, right? His, he's got cursed blood, doesn't he? Anyways, my will, I will, uh, like I pass the willpower check, and I'll go ahead and dispel the portal. And the, the portal will fade. And before, as you're casting the spell, you'll see the creature sort of like shake off what happened, and look around, and wonder to itself out loud, "How did I get down here?" And the portal will close before the portal closes. Yeah, as the as you're casting the spells and you're not really focused on the world around you as you're channeling dispel magic, it, you'll through sort of in the back of your mind realize the creature is saying, well, "How how did I? Why did I come down here?" Um, as he like shakes off the panic, searching for you, and the portal closes. Do I have a? Sh- oh, that's a good point, Charles. Does Devon have a shadow anymore? Did he lose his shadow on the shadow plane? Was that uh, well, shadow? you look to the ground here, and clearly you're you know, this shadow flickering off of you on the ground, right. um, cast by the the torch. But you'll also notice like a, a pretty severe cut on your foot through your sandals. Ooh, bum bum bum! All right, wizard can always dispel his own magic, right? So I can mm-hmm. dispel my own portal, no problems, mm-hmm. unless I rolled that ninety nine or one hundred and created a permanent instability. I think I can just close my own portal with the dispel magic. The portal closes, and with the detect magic, you could find such an instability if you wanted to. Yeah, seems like a good spot for a break. Yeah, see you on the other side. Right. Bye bye. Three. Hello, we're live. Whoops, clicked the button a little too early. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dancing with Death. Yo. Yo. <clears throat> so, back through the portal, underground, um, Cassandra looks at you as a soy comes running down the stairs saying, there, there's, no, there's no scrolls ready. No, I haven't made them yet. At least not on this plane. Devon shakes his head and... Uh, goes to put out the torch or like take the torch with them and resurface mm-hmm. not a soy uh, uh, not a soy, uh, moth sorry yeah. they're all the <clears throat> same you know yeah I closed the portal with the med yep. spell magic your apprentices will follow you upstairs you really didn't see or hear anything no just you coming down the stairs and looking back over your shoulder and speaking down to yourself. Oh, you were watching to the portal, you mean? She nods. Yes, I spoke with myself. Or a shadow of myself. From some future reality. Or maybe it was a demon. 
They look concerned. <clears throat> I don't think the shadow plane is a safe place to visit. <laughs> but I got what I went for. The daggers, you made them. I saw they look to the what you hold in your hand. It's three blades. Yeah. And uh, we'll go to, I don't know, up to the daylight to inspect them. Mm -hmm. So um, I what describe the three blades to me. So the one that was made from material iron brought into the shadow plane. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Is that just like it an looks ordinary more like shard a, of iron? Yeah, it looks like a sort of a crude blade made out of iron. You'd need to be a skilled Same. blacksmith to make it like a really nice blade, but it looks more or less just like a regular blade of iron. Okay. Um, at least at first sight. What about the rock shard from from Shadow Rock? Um, it looks like a piece of really gray, rocky granite that doesn't really reflect anything back at you, or doesn't really reflect any color. It's a little odd. Um, there's usually some level of color in something even if it's sort of grayish if you like hold it up to the light you'll notice it changes to a little be a little bit warmer in color if you you know but this okay, so i do i was gonna say i keep the uh the metal one hidden from mm. the light until mm -hmm. i see what the light does to the rock the shadow um, rock and it is a so bit of a curiosity it doesn't really ca absorb the colors of the light that hits it very well okay but it doesn't like melt in the sunlight or anything mm -mm. like that. No. Okay. And then we look at the shadow metal. Was it, uh, do we know whether it was like copper or whether it was, uh, iron? Well, you could do some, um, like displacement tests to see its density oh, and figure out yeah. what metal it is. But on the face of it, it looks maybe like iron. It's just sort of gray, grayish metal. Yeah. Okay. Well, we uh, inspect these. I mean, I've, uh, we got three wizards. We probably do do some random tests on them mm -hmm. before taking them to uh, to Heifer, I think, to finish. And, uh, the first and easiest test is to detect magic spell, which will show that both of these things are radiating strong magic. Um, not the not the piece of metal that you threw in and then shaped, but the the stone that's been shaped into a dagger and the shadow metal that was shaped into a dagger radiate strong magic. Okay. Content to just pass it off to Heifer and let him beat it to into submission. I think so. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah. We'll take we'll take them all to Heifer. Yeah, you'll and, bring uh, them on over and he'll yeah, see uh, plugging away. How does his smithy look? Has his forge grown? Has his uh... only very slightly. His place is a little bit larger than it was before. Um, the smithy itself is more or less the same size, but the house has grown, and a couple extra buildings have been added on. And you will see a small toddler sort of like stumbling out of the house behind heifer towards him when a, a woman comes and swoops up the kid in her arms and you know drags is, the kid back into the other place look like 
uh his Drop wife gorgeous is a a slender woman with long dark hair that comes to you know the back of her shoulders uh her since you asked um yes she is uh an above average attractiveness woman here um she doesn't look at all like her misshapen heavy set husband who's strong as an ox but you know with a weird hunch the kid has no hunch upon their back um and the woman is sort of tall slender long hair you know you only caught a brief glimpse of her you don't recognize her from town heifer looks at you um swipes the sweat from his brow places the hammer at the anvil next to him reaches out a hand to you it's been uh yeah, you're, you're you've, been, you've had a busy grace? couple of years, Your Majesty. What, what, what do I refer to you as? Heifer. Devon is fine. Devon, he says, and you notice his tone has changed a little bit, and his language has grown less, um, you know, direct. And he's developed somewhat over the years, and he's taking a bit of a softer stance in general. <laughs> Welcome home, Devon. <clears throat> Glad to see you've. Uh... Settled in. I'm sorry I haven't seen you. It's been a... Well, I have a uh, curiosity to ask for your help with. And I pull out this... Uh, the shadow blade. Mm-hmm. He'll... The iron one. No sense in working uh, stone. Mm-hmm. He'll uh, clear a section on one of these large wooden tables nearby for you to set mm-hmm. the blade on. And we'll take a look at it. And at first he's like, okay, it's a thing. And his mm-hmm. head cocks aside and his brow furrows and he pokes at it a little bit with a big stubby finger. <clears throat> uh, what? What is this? He pokes it again. What metal is this? I've not seen this before. Is this mithril? No. Platinum? Is it, is it that light? Um, Devon he yeah. picks it up and puts it down immediately and goes, what is this? It's... uh shadow iron it's not from this plane he grunts in disapproval <laughs> what you don't approve I don't know how it will serve as a blade but I have uh, arcane uses for it see I would appreciate if you'd give if you give a try working it or sharpening it See what you make of it. Would you like uh, it changed in shape or just sharpened into a blade? Forged and hammered down again and again? I uh, defer to your professional opinion. Why why the look of disgust? But I knew everything about steels and metals in this world. Don't even know what this is. not yeah, of this world, uh, and so uh, no. consider it an opportunity to learn. Even the uh, even a master smith has uh, always has room for uh, for new knowledge. New I skills. suppose. I suppose it's unsettling. He pokes it again with a stubby finger. Well, I'll see what I can do. Is there a backup in case I ruin this? <laughs> um. Not really, but I can go get another. 
I prefer not to, <laughs> but I shrug. Um, I will, uh, I will, uh, I'll show, I'll give him the stone one as well, I suppose. This is not fair, but this isn't mm -hmm. very workable. Um, he yells over his shoulder for uh, someone named Stacy, and a, a youth comes running. Um, she's got her... Apprentice? This must be the apprentice, yes. Uh, she's got recently freshly cut, like, shorn hair and very awkward. Like, someone just took a knife to it and, like, cut off what was long hair before. Um, she's wearing leather overalls, heavy work boots, and thick gloves. Uh, she's got, like, you know, sweat all over her, and her face is, like, blackened by soot and coal. Uh, and she runs over and he says, you know, clear my schedule for the next week. We're going to try something new. This is going to be a great opportunity for you. And he like <clears throat> hefts his heavy shoulder again um, and has her like clear off the rest of the desk and you know run around and do some things for her. And he gives you one more look before nodding. I, I will I'll send my apprentice off to you when when we're ready. On nods. Um, did he keep the stone blade, or was he not interested? Uh, I don't think he even showed it to him. I said I pulled it out. Oh, but, yeah. Well, he looks at that and pokes that one too. Mm -hmm. Pokes it again. This doesn't feel quite the same. He like runs his hand over the texture. It's rough and grainy. <clears throat> yeah, I think it doesn't this, feel like this metal. Is, this is yeah. This is rock. He holds Shadow the two of them rock. next to each other and looks at them and goes, eh. "You can." Yeah. turns the blade. It this would... doesn't even reflect light. What sort of metal reflects no light? Told you, it's sh shadow. The hell does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. I'll let you know if I, or I'll tell you if I figure it out. He waves his hand. Your witchy ways are no matter. <laughs> I'll, I'll sort it out. Yeah. <sighs> Bring me my it. smallest uh, chisel, or my, <laughs> my smallest file, he calls to the woman. A and the, the smallest whetstone. And water! And oil. And food. Things <sighs> mm. settles down as you head back out. And uh, more studying to regain MP. I don't know what else there was to work on. We need to get some cursed blood for some scrolls. Mm -hmm. Yes, where are you going to find cursed blood? Can you get know. blood shadow, out of ghosts? That shadow plane seemed like a reasonable place. Mm. Or if I get any other inspiration for materials for these remove curse. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I did have one more question about your shadow portal. Was it yeah. simply an archway um, that was empty and when the, the portal's not active, you could walk back and forth through it? Or was it an archway with like a stone facade oh, in the middle of I it? I assumed it was just an archway that you could walk through. Okay. I was assuming Unless... the other, that it had like a a panel to it that the portal was cast upon instead of... If that the... seemed... I mean, I was researching it for a few days. If that seemed like the more appropriate way to do it. Yeah, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Right. Is it... So it's like into a wall? Or is it just uh, no, like a? It, I'll it's leave that up to you. Like a, okay. It can either be like a freestanding, you know, um, archway with a, a thin sheet of stone through it, or it can be pressed into like a, a wall that the torch was held perpendicular to. Either one. I guess a shadow needs to be cast, so maybe it's better if it's freestanding. But that makes I sense. Know. I like yeah. that. Okay. Um, back to the tower we go then. Yep. And more days of study. 
Mm -hmm. meditation, training. Mm -hmm. uh, Another uh, five days passes before Heifer will return with the dagger. Yeah, let me see how much MP I gain. Oops, how did this spell magic? Come on. 22 and 16 is 38. Plus 24 is 62. And that will bring me to full. So that's three days. And then I can do some stuff if I want it. Mm -hmm. hmm. <clears throat> Not sure what stuff I want to do. Hmm. Well, um, let's see if anything in town requires your attention while you wander. Yeah. No, there's some small minor bullshit that's happening around you. You might overhear, you know, a little bit about this or that, but none of it rises to the attention that Devon really cares about. Um, yeah. You know, there's word that some bandits have been captured on the road is the most interesting thing. You talked about um, making sure the roads are safe to travel and there was some sort of pushback on authority and who's really in charge of that. But someone has returned with some bandits to be held captive and they're taking them to um, Akitos for judgment. That's about as interesting as it gets in town. Okay. I will, uh, I'll stand back and see how Akitos handles this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> maybe I'm doing some alchemy. Like, I don't know if the lab's been kept up in my absence, if we ever really had a lab, but preparing some more of those, like, elemental potions. Hmm. Uh, yes. When you get to the lab, you'll find that there is a lot more glasswork than was in here okay. previously. It appears that somehow, somewhere, uh, a proper glass blower or glass furnace has been constructed and materials have been brought to the tower for, for alchemical purposes. Okay. <clears throat> so. I don't really need them urgently, but we were researching those like potions of like elemental belching mm -hmm. so we'll visit that um so i think that's probably what i'm researching in this time yeah catching up on the library skipping yeah. some time yeah, i guess we'll so doing some research what... taking some notes I guess we're preparing for enchant an item in another level to do this shadow snap dagger and maybe some mm. other things. I mean, it seems like Devon is maybe. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say Devon's ultimate uh, uh, obsession is the uh, Philosopher's Stone. Mm. Mm -hmm. The world staff and eternal life and eternal wealth and mm. insatiable hunger for knowledge and power and youth and 
other wizardly things. As you put word to thought, you know, describing the, the desires that you have, does it remind you at all of the that shadow Devon that you saw? The the talking oh, about eternal hunger? Oh, yeah, hunger? figuring out what the heck that thing was. Um, let's, let's throw out a contact other plane and see. Um... Just a second. I'm also curious about golems and how to create them, but we'll get there in a little bit. Um, so all, during uh, this time, I've got enough spare MP to throw out a contact other plane spell. Mm-hmm. Be nice to have a remove curse ready, but it's fine. What am I going to die? Um, <laughs> Damn, would never kill one of my characters. Contact other plane. And I guess we need to decide how far removed. Yes. How deep do you want to reach? What? Um, do you have a page number for contact other plane? Um, oh, never mind. I just found it. Stumbled across okay. by accident. It's in the player's handbook, I think. Yeah. Chance of insanity, I... chance of knowledge, chance of veracity. Um, is the shadow plane an elemental plane or an inner plane? It is an inner plane. It's two steps removed. Seems like that's one step removed, but anyways. Um, it's weird it is one step removed but it's not an elemental plane okay so I, I think we'll just do the elemental plane hmm. so I guess so the chance of insanity is 20% minus 5% because I for every point over 15 so 16 reduces it by 5% yeah <clears throat> so I've got a 15% chance of insanity don't go insane good thing I didn't I guess I could have gone to an inner plane every so two levels a, of experience of the wizard one question may be asked I'm gonna ask like five questions okay um five questions done you're going insane Insanity occurs. It lasts for one week for each removal of the plane. A maximum of ten it's weeks. Not, I rolled for the insanity first, and I'm not insane. I guess perfect. Um, okay, so do you roll these in secret? Probably. Mm-hmm.
The DM answers all questions with yes, no, maybe, never, irrelevant, etc. A single word answer. Well, brief answers are given. Okay. All powers resent such contact. Resent? <clears throat> yeah, second sentence. Okay. So you are reaching to, did you say to the shadow plane? Uh, no, I, that might have made more sense. I think I, I said an elemental plane. Which one? But, but, uh, I mean, maybe a shadow plane would know more about this. I mean, I want to find out about my shadow self. Mm. Would a shadow, the shadow plane would have been two steps removed or whatever. I think the shadow plane is still one step removed. I think... So we we're use doing the our cosmology very different than they okay. are, so it would be on the same level as same elemental. level as the elemental plane. Okay, yeah. So then a being, and it's just like I don't choose the being, right? I just like generically reach out to the shadow plane. Mm-hmm. And because these, at least the questions related to shadow to my shadow self, are related to the shadow plane, I think I would have a ninety percent chance of this being knowing the answers. Potentially. So there should be so it's fifty five percent chance of knowledge or ninety percent if it's per- related to that particular plane. Yes. In the shadow. Yes. And sixty two chance of it being true, or seventy five percent if it's specifically related. Right. So um. <clears throat> so I guess I'll start off by asking: like, is the Is the wizard Devon in right in in the shadow necrot in the shadow tower or in the the, the tower necrot in the shadow plane a shadow of myself or something like that? And I assume these like questions they get like translated via right like this is like a weird meditation on plane but this is verbal only right so i guess i just like sit down for a turn and go into a weird meditative trance and you ask your questions but i, I need a specific question not a something That's, like that that was exactly what i said if I uh, mean, I, oh okay so i through or, it but it was like is the right i was trying to define where but is the is the shadow wizard devon in the in the tower in the crot in the shadow plane a shadow of myself <clears throat> all this really all this gives is a yes no maybe never irrelevant mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you roll see if it if this creature knows which either 55 or 90 percent and then there's a the chance that they lie to me <laughs> mm-hmm. uh the answer comes back unknown as in it, it doesn't they don't know they either they don't know either they don't know or they know and they're lying but if you trust okay. it they are saying unknown so i get five questions that was one mm-hmm. like i probably should have started but i'll i guess the second one will be like do you know of the wizard devon no comes the answer Do you 
know of Necrot. Yes. Do you know who lives there? Yes. Ooh. So it's probably not a div- are... Can't ask like what they are. Something like that. Like are are they a demon? Unknown. That's all the questions I get. That was four. I that was five, right? I asked. I probably. I didn't start off. I started off asking if if that if Devon the shadow Devon was the shadow of myself, right? And then and they didn't know. And then I was yeah. like, Do you know of Necrot? Do you know what lives there? What lives there? Is it a demon? That's four. Is it a, okay? So I guess I do have one more question. Yeah. Um, if it's a demon um I'm gonna switch gears and ask about the uh philosopher's stone and I will ask if the uh if the if a shard like is there a shard of the philosopher's stone in the Feywild. Maybe I should have, maybe I should reach out to the Feywild for that question. Mm, mm-hmm. Um I guess a lot is there a shard of the Philosopher's Stone in the Shadow Plane in your in your plane to like improve my chances of No. No. Okay. Good. <clears throat> so I think we've learned that that creature in the tower is probably not known as Devon, right? So, like this shadow creature knew of the knew of the resident of Necrot, mm-hmm. but did not know them of, as Devon, and it doesn't know if it's a demon. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that, like, mechanically, they're like, if you use contact other plane, it has this mechanical improvement to your, like, magical item creation or spell research or something. Uh, yeah. But it seems like such an obtuse, useless spell. And, like, oddly specific, right? If you, How do you get any spell research done asking yes or no questions? Very, very carefully. Double checking, right. <laughs> you know, asking, contacting over and over again, and asking the yeah. same question like five times to see if you can and get going totally insane, or having your apprentice ready with a remove curse. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, asking the the safe planes, safe questions, and then doing it a couple times so you can get like a, you know, if you they've got like a if you're asking about the elemental plane of Earth, and you ask the question twice and you get the same answer, then there's only one percent chance that they are lying or wrong you know so I think you just very meticulously dig in
And in order to cast, to create magic items, which is what Contact Other Plane helps, you need to be, have access to six level spells? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So you would need at least 16 intelligence? Is that right? Um, no, 16 gets you eighth level spells. Okay, so it's probably 14 intelligence that you would need, so you wouldn't get a bonus to any of that stuff, huh? Okay, I'm not sure. Anyway, Devon has some answers, maybe more questions. You've reached out to something that inhabits the Shadow Plane. Yes. Any idea what what intelligence you've reached? Any musings? I have no idea what res resides in the shadow plane. Mm. Maybe some creature similar to that uh, Shadow Devon itself. Mm. Mm hmm. Okay. Well, Devon. Thinking about golems, I want them, but they're too high level. Hmm. So we'll get there eventually. To create, I need to be at least 14th level, I think, to create golems. Hmm. Okay. So, eventually. Hmm. Your apprentices were present for your, your communicating with the con other plane. Not that they would have heard what the other plane had to say to you. That would be only in your mind. Um, but they're there to take down what you say, what you speak aloud in the room, and make notes on any motions you would have or movements you would have, uh, which help you sort of understand that as you receive answers, your face has like a an uncontrolled twitching that you weren't even aware of. When these things reach back out to you and touch your mind, it, it causes Same. like a physical tightening on your face. Hmm. But that's good enough for now. This Heisek guy, he's still in town. You can see him from your tower window. He's out there. He just hasn't come to your house. He hasn't bothered your wife, who is still struggling with the fact that her husband has returned after all these years. Ah. There's so much more to do. There's the Feywild. They might have questions or answers. Oh yeah, I should contact the Feywild. Um, mm. Don't want to go insane though. Yeah. So, I will go ahead and risk it one more time, I think. <clears throat> is the Feywild also one step removed, or is it that is two? two? Yes. In her plane? Yes. 20% chance of insanity? Not great odds. And I, But I guess there's only a... 
Yeah, don't you want to remove curse on hand before you really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do I find some cursed creatures, though? I guess I'll research that in my library and see if I can find records of any cursed creatures in the area. So I can make another portal somewhere, but... Is the Yugaloth a cursed creature? Um... Really good question. Is there a particular way that you would find it? I mean, it's sort of a, it's a demon from another plane, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. let's see. The Yugoloth might be cursed. You're, you know, there is that haunted ghostly village oh, that yeah. definitely seems cursed. Um, the Medusa, she yeah. made the things, and those aren't cursed, but she might be cursed in and of Probably herself. And you did, you know, have to banish her, her from these lands, and she's taken up residence on an island far away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the ghost town is a good place to go. How yeah. do I make a curse? Like, would making a a scroll of remove curse in the ghost town be enough? Well, you need an exotic need to, like, ingredient for the ink. I need to ink. like infuse the yeah, we were being sort of fast and loose with the ink, right? Because if we mm-hmm. were carving it so like right. if, I, if I could find a way to infuse the curse into the silver that I'm using as mm. the scroll material mm. or if I can get the ghosts to curse the uh... you need some like ectoplasm to rub all over yeah. your tablet. <clears throat> yeah. I guess I'll go visit the cursed village and see what I can find. Um, Did I ever legend lore that village or do any research on it or what happened there? I don't think or so. Or rather just visit in person. Can I roll some kind of? Can I roll a folklore check and see? Yeah, you've got a whole library, and you're in the uh, years you've been gone. Your apprentices have collected great information on the land. Natural one. Um, and do you want to make up some colossal misunderstanding that I have, or shall I just go off uninformed? Uh, there's just no record of that place. You talk to your apprentices, okay. and like, what place are you talking about? No one has any knowledge of what this is, and mm. maybe you doubt that it even exists. You've got a complete record of the Red Hills here, except mm-hmm. for this like ghostly village that exists near the swamps. Well, let's check it out. Are we sure you haven't gone insane by contact other plane? You stop that right now. Is this even real? I'm your master. You do not doubt my sanity. All right. um, All right, let's go. Um, We go. I. They can come if they want. Otherwise, they just need to record that this village exists. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, Cassandra will volunteer to come with you. She hasn't been out and about in a while. Okay. Um, Moff can stay back and guard the palace, guard the tower, okay. and off you go with goats at your side to carry your belongings. Perfect. 
some looks like it's like it's like two days it's two days i think yeah two, two days, days later two days back i guess no we can't quite yeah there's no villages either it's kind of just a random mm-hmm um, journey. on your first day you will pass some goat herders who are just sort of on the way out there hanging out I don't know if you want to talk to them you, you meet them like in this hex over here a little bit farther from Necrot or Grecos than you would normally imagine goat herders to be but I that's the to, only thing you encounter I used to wander that far did I not no I will yeah. wave and continue on our way sure um, you arrive at the village and um, sure enough brought, I think we brought some s silver with us to see if we can get cursed silver or something mm -hmm. uh, otherwise we're just going to search out some ghost ectoplasm mm -hmm. um, am I in deep was it this hex here or oh no, it was on the border of the swamp right I think it was this one that's a two but they saw a giant there yeah well, they can both exist in the same hex it's a five <laughs> by five mile area yeah so we approach yeah you approach and it's a full two-day journey so you arrive yeah. sort of late right at twilight Ooh. late in the evening um the winds die down here in the confines of the trees near the swamp and um, i don't know if it counts as a force march but i think we're gonna work through the night mm -hmm. so we uh yeah we go to the edge of the swamp and we look around for the remains of structures walking uh, along Devon the edge has archaeology and cartography and so he instructs cassandra in the uh charting of such things like the mapping of this ancient mm -hmm. village so we do like a probably we're probably only going to spend one one evening one night doing this but we like map out the remains of this village mm-hmm yeah, it's not. It does exist. It's not. It does exist. You're not crazy. There, there's structures here that seem surprisingly intact for the fact that no one has visited them in a very long time. Can I? I don't know if I asked this at the time, but now that I'm here, can I like assess their construction? To like, like, are these modern? Like, were these made by recent? Like, with modern technology, or is this like ancient? Yeah. Or, and I guess like the quality of the. Or like how much it's degraded mm -hmm. um that's a fairly easy thing no checks needed you're not in any hurry or anything you can just go from house to house and see that it is surprisingly in good shape it looks like maybe someone built this couple years ago and then like maybe didn't tend to it for six months or eight months like not everything is perfect some of the thatch is out of place in one area um one of the walls you know has a little bit of crumbling on it but otherwise, it's in it's in good shape. Okay. Too good of shape. Yeah. Let's see. Does Cassandra have a detect magic? Let's see what she's got. She does have detect magic. We want to save her MP for magic missile? Probably. I think Devon will snort some powder and do his own detect magic. Mm. It's getting dark, so Cassandra looks around to like make a little fire so that there can be some food cooked and some light sources created, if it need be. She finds mm -hmm. 
like a, a burn pit in the middle of town that would have been used as like a communal fire once upon a time and gathers some wood and some stones, builds it up again and gets it going. The water from the swamp lamp uh, laps on the shore nearby. You can see some eels slithering around, poking up onto shore to grab little bugs before disappearing back into the waters. Um, so I'm casting Detect Magic. Is there anything magic here? Yeah, you snort your dust. You look around. And yes, there's a, a thin sheen of magic pervading the entire village. Buildings too? Yeah, well, it's sort of like it's in the air. It covers everything. Mm-hmm. The whole zone is something. If the structure itself is, like, if, if these buildings are cursed, I could take some splinters of wood, and that could I could use that to etch my, uh, my stone. Hmm. I'll explain the etching later, but maybe that's, like, the first thing that comes to mind. So I think I collect some shards of wood to use as uh, mm-hmm. as tools and see mm-hmm. if that may work. Shavings um, off I the think doors, gonna, yes. Yeah. yes. Like, like, nice long splinters, and I get, like, a, a fistful of those little shards and take them. Can I see the magic in the in those shards? Mm. Or is it no, not really. You carve the shards and you, you hold them up and you move them around and they don't seem to be radiating magic themselves as as splinters or shards. It's more of just like the area, not the okay. not the building itself. So I'll wander around and see what else I can find here that might be cursed. Like I'll go through the buildings and see if there's like, I don't know. Bones yeah. Cursed or like. No, in one of these buildings, there, um, you'll notice towards the the back of the ground here, there's sort of like a little little patch of stronger magic radiating from the ground near the back of one of these huts. I dig it up with my hands. Uh, pulling through the earth, you uncover a like a, a hatch, in the ground. I lift the hatch. It's probably getting towards twilight now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes a little while to, you know, the hatch is a few inches deep, so you got to dig all the way around it to, to really pull it open. It's got a nice heavy rope that runs through it to help you lift it up. And opening it, there is a, a pit beneath it with a simple ladder that drops down into what appears to be maybe like a, a small, very small hallway, maybe shoulder width, quite narrow. Vaughn climbs down. Yes. The hallway extends only a few feet into the darkness, but it gets lost down there. You'll need some source of light. Uh, just I'm, a little bit. I'm divine. I can I can see in the dark, can't I? Ah, you're in for vision. Yeah, is that enough with that with the hatch open and the light leaking through? For now. If, but when the sun Cassandra fully goes down. Cassandra probably I mean she'll need light, so I think she follows after with a torch. Mm-hmm. I can always cast. Is she spell, coming but... with you? I don't know. That's up to her. Yeah, I think she's busy setting up a fire in the middle of town while you're inspecting. Okay. Um, um, I'll figure. I have a light spell that I can cast if I need yeah. to, but for now it's twilight. For now it's fine. 
Your eyes adjust. Depends, depends how deep this uh, cavern goes. It's not very deep at all. It's maybe only 10 feet in total before it opens up into a, a larger room, maybe 15, no, maybe uh, 8 feet wide, uh, 12 feet deep, and it sort of has a, a bit of a staircase that heads down in all directions, um, sort of like a like a step well sort of situation into what is, what is just a pile of bones. Oh, perfect. Cursed bones. Um, has my magic worn off? Did I have a random round of blindness at some point up there? What is the duration of light? Or of detect no. magic, I mean. One round per level, so 11 minutes. Uh, one around for four. Dig up the thing for five. Walk down. Yeah. You've got one more round down here before it wears off. Oh, great. I'll be blind as soon as the ghosts show up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is the is any of this magical? Are the bones magical? Is the oh yeah, magical? the the radiating source of magic is the bone pit. Okay. Cursed bones. Cool. Devon shouts up, Cassandra. Yes. You might want to come down here. <clears throat> um, what is the what was this uh, basement made out of? Like, what were the steps made earth. out of? Earth. Yeah. What, is the ceiling held up with like wooden beams or something? Uh, no, it's just precarious. Uh, it, it's structurally unsound. A small earthquake might cause a collapse. Uh, too much weight above it might cause a collapse. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. All right. Uh, as I go blind, I will use that round to legend lore this pile of bones or something. So, like, I, I'm sensing the magic and then, like consulting my Serona as I go blind. Mm -hmm. Perhaps I'm greeted with some visions of the past or stroke of inspiration or maybe it floods and I don't get anything useful. Mm -hmm. Legend lore the bones. The bones or the village? The bones. Or like, I don't know, this mm -hmm. ritual pit, this basement. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Excellent. I thought I tried the village maybe and failed or didn't. I don't know. Um, the the legend lore spell doesn't return any information about this there's place. No, there's no legend about these this cursed bone pit. <laughs> yeah, it's completely unknown through your Serona. It's like mm -hmm. it uh, doesn't exist. Like you're asking it about a legend that you've just made up on the spot. Hmm. Well, I think I'm going to take some cursed bones with me. Are these human bones? Is that pretty apparent? Uh, I mean, you're feeling around in the darkness for them. Uh, the oh, okay, okay. I've got no, no, there, you, saw cast my, you saw I skulls. You saw skulls. my damn light spell. Probably as Cassandra comes. I down. meant the darkness because you're you're blinded for the one round. Oh no, um, I've waited until. Yeah, it's make some while, fireflies. While you're waiting for Cassandra to come back, and as the blindness is beginning to fade from you, um, you swear there's like a whisper nearby. Give me a a, a perception check or a charisma check to make out the the sound to make out the word. They're both that might be whispered. Same. They're both twelve. Yeah, you just hear a pose. Atropos. 
Is this her, uh, is this her bone pile? Was this where she was from? Hmm. Does Cassandra come down the, the ladder? Yeah, she comes down the ladder, a fresh torch blazing, wrapped in, uh, you know, thickly soaked oil. Oh, great. Just as I've summoned my fireflies. Mm-hmm. The fireflies buzz around. Um, she holds her torch at bay, walks into right. the bone pit, and... Oh, these poor souls. I think we found the... source of the problem. What do you make of it? Human. Look at the skulls, she says, pointing to, like, you know, some skulls in the pile here. Um, she walks up to them, picks one up, and smells it. It's sort of fresh. Uh, certainly not hundreds of years old. Uh, maybe dec- uh, a year, a couple years. There's no bone, there's no meat on them, so picked clean by bugs, perhaps. And she, like, feels the weight of the bone in her hand. Still has... Bugs or still still moist? Is that moist? Saying? Yes, still yeah. moist. Uh, mm. Picked clean by bugs, or and then Devon is inspecting a bone for like tooth marks, and maybe like if this were a movie, there would be like a dramatic like or, and then like they zoom in on like and the, the bone the, turns the, over, and sure enough, there are like some deep gnash marks, some very sharp triangular yeah. points in these That's, bones. Yeah. She looks over your shoulder to see the bone in your hand and pulls her head back. That's unsettling. Yes. Well, I think we got what we came for other than solving the mystery of this place. Devon's looking around waiting for a ghost to ambush him at any minute. No? No, it's fine. No ghosts. Probably shouldn't sleep here. Um, I think I just take the one cursed bone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that should be enough. And climb up the ladder, and we make camp in the woods a few minutes away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Watching the so as night falls, watching the village, do we see anything strange? Lights or spirits? We're probably like on a hill, like as I think it, the hills sort of descend into the swamp, and the village mm-hmm. is like near swamp level. Mm-hmm. So we're like on a hill up with the hill. view of the village, and Devon watches to see if there's anything strange happening. How late do you stay up to watch? Um, Will you watch the whole night or just a few no, hours? No, an ordinary, yeah, a few hours. A few hours past dark. So like an ordinary, like, right, like 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah hanging out near like the campfire. I, Cassandra I, falls asleep probably. and Yeah, Devon, I mean, he wants to stay up late-ish to see, not enough to disturb his, like, schedule, but, like, it's not, right. Like, if you're resting yeah. by a fire, you can stay up till midnight and still yeah. get a good night's sleep. Well, it's a few hours after you make camp. Cassandra has just passed out and drifted off to sleep. Um, When you do notice like a a ghostly light within the village, sort of very dim, 
but sort of illuminating the trees from the background. Up here on the hill, you can make out buildings in the village, but it is within the confines of woods, so you know, most of it is blocked, but the, the trees are being backlit, being illuminated by something in the village that sort of picks up and moves and then fades, and then you know, a little bit while later, another light will pick up and move and fade, and then there'll be two lights that are sort of distant, and one of them fades quickly, and the other you know, moves about, sort of pulsing gently and slowly before fading away. I I could cast a remove curse spell on this place. That would probably be a nice thing to do. But I think I need some cursed bones before I do that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Despite his better judgment, I think Devon's curiosity gets the better of him, and he leaves Cassandra asleep here at the camp as he approaches the village. Mm-hmm. Um, this time you're not in the village when the ghosts come out. You're coming in from afar, and you have the advantage of not disturbing them, but being able to see them first. And, and the advantage of being an 11th level wizard that can sure. blow these ghosts to pieces if need yeah, be. Yeah, totally. Um, and the first thing you see, one of these like pulsing lights is being shed by the visage of a fairly poor woman um, who is carrying a basket of something. And she like kneels down in front of the fire pit that Cassandra had just like rebuilt and made a fire in a little while ago. And those flames have died away. Uh, and she like starts taking something out of the basket and like putting it on something that's not real, like you can see the woman, you can see the basket, but whatever it is she's handling doesn't have a, a form to it. And she's moving something with both hands kind of in a forward manner over and over again, pulling from the basket and putting on something over the fire pit. Uh, and then she like gets up to turn around and then her eyes go wide and she lets out like a soundless scream. Oh, no, this, no, she's not looking at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her hands go up in like a defensive posture before she topples backwards on the ground and you can see like little bits of her being ripped off and thrown away and then the whole thing fades is there anyone else anyone to talk to yeah some moments Devon shouts of these ghostly figures I feel like last time they attacked me yeah You, you call out and another light picks up Mm-hmm. Um, another woman approaches this time like sees you and starts walking in your direction she um, to, like eat me or is she just like walking over she's hoisting up her long skirt so that she can like make her way up the hill in your direction and uh, you'll notice that this woman has like a large pregnant belly that she's uh, you know carrying with her as she walks up the you're hill you're gonna make me blast a pregnant lady not Come making on, you yeah. do anything. You're a monster. Um, she Hello walks there. up the hill and looks at you, and her head cocks to the side, and her mouth moves, and no sounds come out. Uh, can I ESP her? Mm, you can try. I, I try. I assume I didn't do my meditations this morning because I'm traveling. Probably mm-hmm. not. Probably not. Uh, your ESP spell will go off. You can gaze the contents, the surface thoughts of her mind, which is um, sort of like a, a hello stranger. Who are you? Who is this person arriving mm-hmm. from the outside? And why do you look so familiar? 
Do I know you? Can you hear me? My name is Devon. Like, do, can, can yeah. I register her surface thoughts to see if she's like hearing? Yeah, me? And, and visually she will nod when you ask if you can. She can hear you. Yeah. What? Uh, what happened to this place? Do you know Atropos? Uh, her face lights up with a smile when you say that name. And the ESP will come back with like a, a friendly recognition. Does she, she holds out a she, hand to you. Is her is her home that away? And I point like over my back south to like a cave in the hills. No, her head shakes. Um and then I like and, point around the village and see if she'll point to Atropos's uh hut or whatever if she lives or like if Atros lives in this village uh, you get the the impression of like a guest who does not have a home okay where is she and like woman looks around for a little bit and then does like a, a beckoning and you get the surface thoughts of like yeah. my home and she will her. take you to um, the hut on, on high alert to see if like if if any ghosts come to ambush me. No, this is the only one here. She takes you to the hut adjacent to the hut that has the bone pit in it. And, you know, there's not a mm-hmm. lot of these things. So they're all pretty close together anyway. But the one was it in the right hut. Was it in the it. hut or was it behind the hut? It was in the back of the hut, like inside okay. the building, but at the back of the building. Mm-hmm. Um, and she will lead you to her house uh, and she will go to like pantomime opening the door, but phases right through it and disappears and inside. I'll open the door and look inside. Yeah. Um, is the you'll moon see out. No, no, it is too early in the night for the moon to be out in its current phase. Oh, okay. Are there stars? Can I there see? There are stars. Or should, or yeah. Should I cast a light spell. No, no, no. There's plenty of starlight shining in okay. through the clear sky above, uh, and your like infravision kicks in. Yeah, vision is good enough. Uh, yeah. To look inside this this hut. Mm-hmm. You could so see, see her s- surface figure. thoughts are like the the searching of the hut for someone or something, mm-hmm. um, and then she turns to you and says, "You're only really getting the surface thoughts. It's just like a, I'm not sure where she is right now, um, mm-hmm. and then like a, a thought of hospitality, and she makes like a, a gesture to an empty spot in the room as if maybe she's offering you to sit down or drink food or water." Bond sort of looks over his shoulder to see if there's any other visions in the village. No. Um, but when you look back, the, the woman perks up and you get a clear thought on the surface. Atropos! Okay. And she, the woman walks towards you as you know, you're between her and the door. Mm-hmm. Um, I like back out of the way and like I'm looking to see if Atropos is there. I will try to shift the ESP to see if I sense any other consciousness. Mm-mm. No, it's just her. Just this one ghostly figure. Mm-hmm. Um, and she will like pantomime opening the door again, even though it's already open. Mm-hmm. And pantomime like showing someone to sit in the same way that she showed you to sit. And then I she heads to the... Atropos. You can't see Atropos. Mm-hmm. Um, she heads to the back of the house where there's a, a little fire pit or a fireplace built into the wall, leans over it to tend to something, and then like falls flat... Yeah and begins to thrash about as if something is on her back, pushing her into the ground before she fades. Another light comes on somewhere else in the village. 
This one is a gentleman. Some sort of perhaps a, a tanner by the looks of him. I was about to say I'd seen enough, but if I see another vision, I may watch another vision. Mm-hmm. If, uh, unless the ghosts attack me or anything. Um, you catch them through one of the holes in the walls here. They don't seem to rec- see you at first. They are moving with what appears to be uh, like they have the, the motion that they're carrying something heavy over their shoulder, but you can't quite make out what it is. And they have the tools of a leather worker um, around their belts. And they come to a, a spot next to a hut and toss something heavy onto something not quite there. Um, you have not made yourself known to this person and they do not see you. They're just going about the daily acts of life presently. I, mean, I just, I watch their murder. <laughs> uh, this one is not murdered. This one is just going about their business. Five, ten minutes pass, and they seem to be in the process of skinning some sort of creature and hanging up probably the, the flesh or the skin on a, a rack. Okay. Um, I will return to camp then. Okay. Glancing over my shoulder. The spirits their visions, but... bother you no more this evening. <clears throat> okay. Well, you wake up the next morning with your apprentice. Um, there's some stretching. She instinctively pulls out the cooking pots or whatever to make up some breakfast. And um, she gets it after, going pretty After you fell asleep, I uh, saw some visions, the ghosts <gasps> in the town. Really? So it's there? Yes. Hmm. Needless to say, those people were brutally murdered. You think it's safe to go in? Not particularly, no. But we're still going, right? What do you mean? We went yesterday. You don't hmm? remember? She Does, Devon remembers clearly, right? Yeah, she pulls some bacon strips off of the, the pot and sets them on a plate and hands but, it to you. Did you go last notebook. night? I did, but we both went yesterday evening. Check your notes. She puts down her plate and heads over to her notebook and flips it open and like fans through the pages. And is there a page where she took notes yesterday? Uh, no, I mean maybe you were so busy she... and it was late, and there maybe the note taking didn't get did done. She take notes. Do you... I reach into like my bag and pull out the gnawed human femur or whatever it was? Is mm-hmm. that still there? Oh yeah, it's still there. You don't remember the bones? She looks at that curiously. Uh, no? Did you get that last night while I was asleep? Devon tucks it away. Maybe it's better if this village remains lost to history. Um, I don't mean to speak out of turn, my, my lord, my grace, but something weird has come over you in the last few days, ever since you went through that portal. You speak of things that aren't here, that we don't see, events that haven't happened. <clears throat> Are perhaps you? You must. Perhaps you need to study harder. One day you will understand. Let me ask: Is it my moral imperative to lift the curse upon this place? If I have the power to do so. That implies all curses are evil. And must be undone. 
Well said. Cassandra's wisdom. Uh, it better be high. It <laughs> is six. <laughs> Everyone gets lucky sometimes. You, you roll a 20 every now and then. It's fine. Yeah. We're very wise, apprentice. Am right. I? Um, I think we leave Cassandra mystified and somewhat let down. She double checks with you that you're you sure you don't want to <laughs> head into the village? Okay, let's head into the village. What do you, yeah. You, why don't you, yeah. This is a good opportunity for you to lead the investigation. Well, no, we were definitely, we were recording maps of yesterday. Remember I was talking, we were mapping out yeah. the village. Yeah, you pull up in your notebook and... I don't have my notebook. Those were in oh. her notebook. There's no fucking maps. Yeah. Yeah, her notebook De- is Devon empty. Was, Devon has the proficiencies. I think he's probably working on his tutoring proficiency and failing utterly. Right, because he was teaching her. He was like, they were using her notebook, I mean, but he saw her writing in her notebook. Absolutely, 100%. There's no way and those I notes are there. I think he asks to see it and he like counts pages. Mm-hmm. Right, he like goes to the last entry mm-hmm. and he's like, I knew that we were writing on this next page and it's now mm-hmm. blank. Is that mm-hmm. is that the case? That is the case. So weird. Okay, um, let's let's go. Yeah. yeah. Do you walk the into the village and he kind of approaches tentatively, staff in hand, and pokes around There's at the buildings. There, right? The village is still there. Uh she inspects the like, I mean yeah. I, this working on his tutoring proficiency. He pretends like he hasn't done this lesson a million times before and uh, walks her through the process of like accurately noting out like the locations of these buildings and making mm-hmm. observations on what they see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yet again, same pages of the same notebook. Yep. Uh, and they get filled in a very similar way. Not exactly. The drawings aren't, except, you know, perfect. Except it's morning now. So we spend a few hours mapping out the village. Mm-hmm. And unless Cassandra happens upon that hatch, I don't think we go back down there. I'm going to no. roll a perception check for her, maybe, to see if she finds it. Um, well, you, you go building to building, inspecting them all, and when you return to the building that has the hatch in it, the ground is nice and covered and smoothed over again. Um, okay, you are absolutely fine. sure you left it disturbed. Yeah. Uh, and she, you know, there's no reason to dig in the ground randomly in that one spot, so she doesn't okay. bother with it whatsoever. Um, okay, in that case, out of curiosity, when she, like, she moves on from the building, Devon waits a few moments longer and digs digs up the back of that uh the hatch just as you left it the hatch is there yeah all right he like kicks the dirt back leaves it and you know follows after catches up with cassandra Mm. um and after like a a couple hours of mapping out the village and making notes he kind of hurries her along and like Mm -hmm. suggests that we get moving otherwise we're not going to make it back yep she packs up all her stuff um seems pleased to have sorted this place she mentions she's a little disappointed that there was no ghost here or curse or anything like that don't be so sure um we let's visit Kronos on the way home Hmm. ask him what he knows of this place yes she's very Um, happy to make a detour it will probably add one day to our journey back I think Mm -hmm. I think so but we'll go ahead and do that so we spend a night in the hills on the way 
men. There are some wolves. They're not a threat to you because you're a 11th level wizard, uh, but you do encounter a pack of hungry wolves. Do they attack us? Do I need to blast them? Uh, You've got a fire, so they just sort of circle the campfire at night at a distance. I'm only mentioning it to, you know... um, Remind us that the the the, the, the the woods are still a the hills are still a dangerous place for anyone but Devon. You know, when there's a pack of hungry wolves yeah. nearby, I don't think you worry about it too much. You've got a fire to keep them at bay, but for ordinary people, this could be a dangerous moment. Um, I don't know if you want to expend magic on it, or if you want to like mundanely deal with them, or task Cassandra with protecting the two of you. Do they do they attack? I don't think we want to kill, unless, I don't know what the ecology of these hills are like, but uh, I, I don't know if we want to just start blasting wildlife. Wildlife. I have an animal handling skill. This is more for herd animals, not mm-hmm. like wild animals. But I mean, like I was a shepherd. Mm-hmm. I think like I instinct, you know, I just like stand up and wave my stick in a shepherdly fashion. And I think like the wolves, it, they aren't like scared, but they're like, you know, they like yeah. instead of attacking, they just circle the camp and leave leave me and my uh, my apprentice alone. Yeah, we've got goats with us too. Yeah, I've got my flock. You've got your flock yeah. of goats, but you've got like a nice big fire in the middle of your campsite, yeah. which so helps like keep them up there. The fire and my and my pike, mm-hmm. and my shouting and my divine yeah. presence. I think the wolves. Uh, they retreat after half hour of investigation. They move on to easier food. Um, and you and come next, to yeah, your friend. Week. Yeah. Uh, has his uh, temple changed much? His chapel. Mm. Mm-hmm. Large columns of granite rise out in front of it with roofs over top and statues carved on this new um, front facade. It looks like this temple has grown in great strength. There's even like a a little gathering area with tables for visitors to come and rest at. Um, The crevice inside has been widened a little bit and shaped a little bit to make it a little easier with which to work. And his domicile at the very back now has like... um, uh, a wall with like a, a large giant sized door in it so he can block off his home from the temple are the uh are, what are the carvings of are they all the gods are they um well there's Vilthara and her symbol most prominently featured on the center and the front and center and then all the other deities sort of wrapping around to the sides um, uh, and you'll notice is, that the chairs here are like they have cushions on them made of that fine hearthomian flax and linens. Is uh, is everything giant sized or? No, most of the stuff here is uh, normal person sized, like human sized. Mm-hmm. It looks like yeah, it has the been. The roof is tall enough for a giant to walk through. Yes, yes. The, the columns rise like 25 feet in the air with a massive stone ceiling above it and. <clears throat> Quite resplendent. Have you visited here in my absence? Svan asks Cassandra. Twice. Once after you have been gone for two weeks, and once a year after that. About. Who built all of this? I think Kronos himself did all the heavy lifting, but materials and designs and supplies were provided by other visitors, um, some from quite afar. You can speak his name. Some by high six men. 
some by our very own people. <clears throat> I wonder what Kronos would make of this Isaac situation. Perhaps when the need for vengeance arises, I will ask his advice. Mm. Um, we're walking through the through the columns up mm -hmm. to the crevice itself. Is the temple still in that like crack in the rock? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So we walk through. Is there anyone here other than Kronos? Uh, yeah. Is here. He's sitting before a fire, warming his hands together, and he sees you, and his voice echoes out. My dear Devon, I thought the world was rid of you. <laughs> the goddess of vengeance herself said I had no more need to crush your skull. <laughs> and yet was, here you stand. I was out of this world for a time, but I am back. Mm -hmm. uh, I, is the uh, blood fountain still flowing? It I, is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you come for vengeance, for guidance? Not quite yet for myself, but perhaps soon. But uh, the subject of vengeance is on my mind. Mm -hmm. I guess straight, straight to business. You Please. Uh, <laughs> Nothing I, uh, so direct as vengeance. I pull out uh, the bone. I say, are you aware of the abandoned village about a day's northwest of here on the edge of the swamp? He shakes his head. No. Perhaps you can meditate on it for me. I show him the bone. I suspect that uh, Atropos preyed upon this village in the past. Mm. Now it is haunted or cursed or something. I I was curious if you had any knowledge or thoughts. He scratches at his face. In particular, I wondered whether it or I was Cassandra and I were debating whether it was uh my moral imperative to uh lift the curse or whether such things were Set about this way mm. by the will of the gods. Has mm. he inspected the, the bone? Yeah, he picks up the bone and holds it in his fingers and looks at it and hands it back to you. Okay. Looks like animal might bites to me. Maybe crocodiles? Badgers? I don't know. Small creatures. Creatures of your size. Perhaps a witch? Perhaps. <clears throat> Would you like me to divine the fate of this village? I'm curious, but I leave your uh but I, but I think such decisions are mm. up to you. Mm. Fate is ask. not usually the era, area of my expertise. His Avengers. eyes flick over Dude. to Cassandra. I could tell you that that one with you is plotting something, but... <laughs> smiles and looks sideways at Cassandra. Who looks like... Ah. Uh... These, uh... Oh, yeah, he does have the uh, Inland of Vengeance. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but this is perhaps a matter of vengeance. 
Hmm. Do the right. Does this were these villagers wronged? I need Do to know the name vengeance? of the village, or I'll need a piece of the village. Oh, that bone! And he reaches back. Yeah, for the I've bone got the in bone, and I've also got some like shards of wood. But I think mm-hmm. the bone is yeah, fine enough. Mm-hmm. He looks at the and... bone. Um, he sets it down before him. Takes a, a prayerful stance in front of a, a one of the internal symbols of Velthara. These like huge crucifixes with a, a V going across <laughs> them, attaching the the sides to the base. Um, and he holds the you know places the bone up before his forehead and. Um, hums and chants and prays amongst himself before eventually snapping out of it and handing the bone back to you and goes I think this is just an animal bone there's no vengeance attached to this in any way shape or form I think Atropos has worked some magic over that place Sandra's very memory of it has been uh, altered. What do you mean? We haven't even gotten there yet. She calls out. Where? Then did... <laughs> where did I get this bone? She shrugs. I, I thought your... you brought it with you. Can I see your notebook? <laughs> she sighs and heaves off her backpack and digs around, and pulls out the the notebook. You can. Page through it and find yeah. the pages blank. Bunch shakes his head. Something is amiss, but if the spirit, if the spirit does not cry out for vengeance, I will not concern myself with lifting their curse. Well, I suppose that settles it for now. It appears you've been well. I love what you've done with the place. Hmm. There have been many who have come to my doors seeking help, seeking guidance on those who have wronged them, seeking for ways to set things right. And as they have been guided, they have come back with rewards. Great rewards. I think we'll hang out here, shoot mm-hmm. the shit for a couple of hours. Probably get an early, probably leave and get a hex, like get another hex movement in this day, so we can get mm-hmm. back to Necroth the next day. Yeah, makes sense. It also yeah. doesn't. I mean, like staying in a temple of vengeance doesn't seem much better than staying in a, in the hills. But um, mm-hmm. before we go, I will leave uh, an offering. I, we brought the silver just in case we need to do something with it in the village. Mm-hmm and we wound up taking the bones. So I'll leave this silver here with Kronos as like an offering of thanks or whatever for his uh, for his prayer, for his guidance, right? You're supposed mm-hmm. to leave offerings when a cleric gives services. So Absolutely, yeah. We'll leave this and we can get more silver when we get back to Necrot. Yeah, uh, he thanks you for the offering and uh, asks if, they, if you ever need his services, come on by. He's always happy to help. Um, and on your way out, Cassandra will, once out of earshot of the the giant, she will ask you, you said I'd... My memory's been fuzzy? Have have we been to the, the temple? The, the, the ghost village yet? Twice. 
twice she... we twice we mapped it out and it's been wiped from your mind and from your notebook. I suspect Atropos has uh, cast some sort of magic on the place to conceal her crimes. You know, you've been very strange since you went through that portal. You already, yes, you've already said this, and I... She goes I quiet. told you that perhaps when you're older and more learned, you will understand. And then you said something very wise. Maybe I am losing my mind. <laughs> she remains quiet for the duration of your journey. Um, you'll get back a day and a half later. And I think this is our place to stop. Yeah, can we wrap up with uh, an attempt to resolving oh. the scroll check? Of course, so, yes, that's a great thing to do. Um, you do have the so bone, you can I've use it. I've got the bones. I'm, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to splinter it up and get mm-hmm. like some bone shards, hopefully cursed bones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I will ro- will roll out some sheets of silver, just like we did for the detect magic scrolls. Mm-hmm. And then using... So first off, I will attune myself to these cursed bone shards. The spell synchronizes Devon to the resonant frequency of the of a weapon, in this case, a little bone shard. Mm-hmm. Natural, non-metallic material. Bone mm-hmm. is natural and non-metallic. Um, and it makes it an extension of my body, allowing touch attacks to be cast through the weapon and allowing me to use it as a martial arts weapon. In this case, I will be casting uh, Lesser Disintegration through the Bone Shard. So the Bone Shard is now an extension of my body. When I use Lesser Disintegration to turn my hands into like disintegrating whatever touch attacks, Mm -hmm. I can use the Bone to disintegrate as well because it's an extension of my body. Mm -hmm. So I disintegrate out the uh, magic runes using the Cursed Bone Shard as my special ink to etch arcane runes of a remove curse spell into the scroll. Excellent. Probably making multiple scrolls mm-hmm. um, if I can over the course of time. How long did, does it take to make a scroll? Is it one day per spell level? Is that right? That sounds right, but I'm going to double check. But I think that is accurate. Combat, spells, research, and magical item create. Blah, 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 blah. Roll. Research time. One day per spell level. Yep. Okay. So four days per scroll. I'll probably make a bundle of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, and then I guess you're going to roll to see if uh, if it works. Right. And, and you, so you're just, yeah. You have an 80 plus 11 minus 4, mm-hmm. so 87% chance of success. Yeah, there might be a plus 5 for the quality of the paper. Mm, right, right. We'll leave that up to you. Baseline is for parchment. Paper gives a plus 5. Papyrus gives a minus five. Mm-hmm. Um, so then there's the question. 
then there's the question of you know what is where does silver fit in all of that and i feel like maybe that's plus five i think it's plus five yeah i don't think it's yeah, more so or less 80 plus 11 minus four plus five so i think it's a 92 percent chance of success yeah, yeah. and, and five percent chance of curse and one two three four five i have rolled the dice five times i have five results i will make my notes Uh, I should just cast a remove curse on these, right? Or do remove we the curse to... of the curse? Right. That's the prudent way to handle cursed magic items, right? You just cast a remove curse on them when you're done. Yeah, but I think if you remove, if a scroll is cursed and the curse is removed, I think the scroll fizzles, right? I don't think, like, I think the. I'm, I don't know if you can remove the curse on it because I think that just means you've done it so wrongly that it will cast a wrong spell. And so the, the creation of it was flawed. It's not like a curse has been placed upon it. Yeah. Um... Check in secret since natural 96 or higher creates a curse scroll. The creator of the curse has no idea the work is flawed until he tries to use it. Yeah, so I think it's just a, it, there's not yeah, a so curse an, placed upon it. It is just cursed in the sense that it, it is wrong and it will curse you when you cast it in some way, shape, or form. You know, I really wish they would define curse anywhere in any of these books because they yeah. use it in so many different forms. But it's fine. It's fine. It would be your apprentices who are casting it anyway, so it's not like it's going to hurt you. Well, if I'm relying on it to uh, heal me or whatever. This is why we have three apprentices. One of them will cast it right. Yeah. And I guess they're too low of a level to to cast it, so there's a percent chance of it failing or something. Yeah. It's fine. <coughs> It'll be fine. Pardon me. Mm -hmm. That's why there's five of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's five remove curses and three apprentices. Mm-hmm. Well then, we are going to wrap up for Dyson with Death today. Um, so the, the bones were cursed. It worked. Yes. To your satisfaction. Yes. Mm -hmm. Everything seemed to go fine. Everything went peachy. Except for okay. some weird memory things and, you know, weird Shadow Devon, but those were probably just blips. They can be ignored. Um, yeah. So this was Dicing with Death. We will be back in a few weeks. I'm actually headed out of town, not next week, but the following. So maybe the first or second week in March for Dicing with Death. Cool. Yeah. Um, anything to say before we head out? Nope. Thanks for watching. Mm -hmm. Thanks for playing. Mm -hmm. GG. GG. See you next time. Bye-bye.